This is education for the self-starters, the go-getters, and the big dreamers. So if you're looking for a university that believes in your potential as much as you do, this is the school for you. At Strayer University, we've been in the D.C. area for over 130 years, and we're always adapting to students' ever-changing needs in this ever-changing region, so you can keep striving. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. We didn't have music, so I'm doing what I'm used to having the music on there. Maybe that's the only way I end up in the actual opening promo, video promo that they do for SEN Live. That's my way to get on there. Hey, welcome, everybody. Good morning to another episode of SCN Live. Do not adjust your calendars. It is not Monday. It is the Monday crew on a Thursday morning with you, trying to get your spirits up, trying to get you moving, trying to get you laughing, all that kind of stuff. I am your host, John Roca, sitting in with Christian Harloff. He's got a series of meetings today, so he reached out to me last night, and he's like, hey, outlaw, can you jump in? I'm like, of course. I love doing SEN Live. I love touching base with the fans and with the crowds that watch this show, so I'm excited to be hosting this morning. But I'm not alone. Let's go around the table, introduce everybody who's with us. First, the man who's making everything happen behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. That's my man, Ben Goddard. Hey, he's a heel, people. Welcome, Ben. I'm a heel. What's up, guys? (laughs) How you doing, Roka? Good. Good to see you, man. It's nice to be back in in the uh, SEN Live uh, trenches with you, brother. Um, Always. Who else we get? I even named us the Monday Mob on the on the on the on the channel. On the, I like it. The Monday Mob is good. I dig that. I dig that. And of course, uh, you know, we need a little bit of humor in our lives. So let's bring on the man who's trying to struggle with the sun uh, in his uh, bedroom, in his master bedroom, in his marital bed. That's Brett Sheridan. How are you, Brett? I'm just look. I look have a nice tan. It's not that I'm trying <laughs> to keep the sun from giving me that lens flare that we had. And I love John throwing that shade up at the top about the intro. It was. <laughs> what, what did I say? <laughs> Shade about the sun. Yeah, oh, shade about yeah. the sun. There you oh, go. Look at that. Oh, 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 oh I like that. Oh. <laughs> Somewhere in the oh, middle. Is good. So that's perfect. Oh, there it is. Boom, we you did. nailed it. Look at that. See. Sometimes you work things out on camera. Sometimes you, you gotta tough love people into getting it right. That's how it works. All the time you work it out on camera on SCN. That's <laughs> yes. I forgot. That's the, the it's okay. You weren't told. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Epic. We'll do it live. And look, we don't want to have a sausage party this uh, this Thursday morning. So we reached out to this beautiful lady who was in the middle of her workout and she dropped everything, including those weights, uh, got in the shower, maybe, and uh, showed up here to be uh, to kind of balance us out a little bit and keep us in check. That's the lovely Sabrina Ramirez. How are you, Sabrina? Hi, yeah, no shower. No shower today. So, hey, guys, just showing up like this, but happy to be a part of the Monday mob. Yeah, nice. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And look, you're out walking around Santa Monica. If your Instagram is correct, is that true or not true? Was that no, you out there? I went on a hike. Okay. Yeah, I went on a hike in like Palos Verdes. There wasn't anyone there. I had a mask on the whole time until I took a photo. Hmm. You know, have to right. for the Instagram. You got to yeah. rep for the Instagram. I get it. I get it. <laughs> It's nice to be out, right? It was nice to be outside. And I think people are yeah. slowly kind of, uh, and in some cities, you know, stampeding outside. Uh, but uh, it's nice to be a little bit outside. Hopefully you all who are watching us have taken a little bit of time throughout the days to go and walk out there and smell the fresh air. Uh, Larry Lee's. Uh, okay. Old Man right. Open. Did they have franchises during the Civil War? Yeah. Oh, and Hotel Nerd, I will win. This. <laughs> I like this. I like this. All right. Um, and we do have one more person that oh, just joined us. Did he show uh, up? You know him. You love him. It's RB3. Yeah. Hey. hey, what's up, y'all? What's hey, up? Monday's Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Look at that, RB. What's up, bro? 
Sorry about that. My setup is a little more like weird, so it takes like a minute. But yeah, the traffic was yeah. real bad this morning getting yeah. to his computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to deal with traffic no more. That's the one. That's the one positive thing about the quarantine, mm. right? Yeah, for now, yeah. But you know, they, they just announced yesterday that they're gonna uh, open, start slowly opening things up on Friday tomorrow. So this uh, nice uh, idea of traffic that was like forgotten by us is now going to start screaming back into our lives. Uh, unfortunately. So uh, that's life, but uh, we're going to keep going and keep moving. Sheridan, you got something important to tell the people. What do you got to say, my man? Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to let everybody know the, uh, you know, in these tough times, we need a little, uh, little boost, if you will. And uh, that's where our friends over at bluechew.com help us out. So if you like having sex, you are going to love bluechew.com. <laughs> Um, if you don't like having sex, then you won't like it, I guess. Uh, Blue Chew <laughs> offers uh, men a performance enhancement for the bedroom, okay? So this isn't always uh, about the, this isn't just about like EDD. Uh, is that's, no, that's the Employment Development Department. I'm sorry. <laughs> just ED, uh, erectile dysfunction. This is about maybe, uh, uh, you know, going a couple extra rounds, you know, getting back in there and going a few more. So uh, what Blue Chew, the chewables, what they have um, at bluechew.com, they're the same thing that's in viagra and cialis and i'm not going to try to pronounce them uh christian couldn't even pronounce them it's sidenenfell and taldenfell basically viagra is the one if you want more of a quicker response cialis is the one that you take you know uh the stuff that's in sales is the one that you take if you want to throughout the day if, when 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 the uh, the mood hits you you're ready to go. So um, what the great thing about BlueChew.com is that you go on there and they have an online physician and you don't have to go to a doctor. There's nothing embarrassing about going to the doctor tell them you want to get them. Um, th what's great about them, they're chewable, so they work faster. <laughs> And uh, they can be taken on an empty stomach or a full stomach. I've heard actually that empty stomach is a little better. Um, not that I've tried it myself. I mean, yeah, I try them all the time. Um, uh, so the online physician is free. Um, it only takes a few minutes to connect with a, a physician, and you'll be, get prescribed right away. I did it myself. I got prescribed, and um, it got sent to me in a discreet packaging. It didn't scream out their boner pills um, when <laughs> you uh, get it in the mail, so your neighbors don't don't uh, give you looks. Uh, so what you need to do is go to bluechew.com and uh, get your first order for free when you use the code SEN. Yes, and you just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code S-E-M, B-L-U-E, shoe.com, promo code S-E-N, and uh, as they would like to say, and we love it too, chew it and do it. There it is. I like it. Chew it and do it. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme had the one. Do you have right. a blue chew? Do we have a blue chew? So uh, <laughs> real quick, guys. Uh, yep. So we all know uh, Streamlabs and like the, the Schmobot does not work. Uh, when it comes to stream yards. So uh, like we did last time, $20 super chats will be treated like schmobots. So we'll interrupt the show immediately. If we do miss some, I will try and highlight every single one on screen, but I might miss some while we're having like a discussion about whatever film franchise we're talking about or what we're going to talk about right now, which is about Schmodown free agency. So for now, give us 10 minutes before you guys put in uh, Schmobots or $20 Super Chats because I want to pick Sabrina's brain because she's the only free agent in this room right now. Oh, and that's why we have her on the show today to talk about free agency <laughs> with uh, with uh, the Schmodown. So, John, lead us in about that. What you got? 
Yeah, this is exciting stuff. Uh, Kristen uh, Harloff put this up in the uh, Schmodown Facebook group talking about free agency. Apparently, I think, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but apparently until 5 p.m. tomorrow night, uh, managers have uh, the discretion to drop any player that they feel they is not performing or maybe there's scheduling issues or maybe that player has expressed a disinterest in continuing the league. They have a right to drop that player by 5 p.m. After 5 p.m., they are on their roster for the rest of the season, barring the trade. And on the other side, free agents are now available to be signed by these managers. You know what that means? That means uh, Christian can smell the studio opening up. So he's starting <laughs> to make these moves. So he sent yeah. out a list of free agents, uh, which Sabrina is one of them, uh, to all the managers. And the managers are now looking over those list of free agents and giving their best pitches to these free agents. And I guarantee you there's going to be some surprises, some disappointment, some upset, some heartbreak, some anger, and some joy and celebration. So, uh, But as Ben said, Sabrina is one of those free agents on the list. Truly an unknown. What does she know? What does she not know? You can watch all the <laughs> of podcasts. Does that Sabrina, really know? What does she know? Does she know stuff? Let's find out. <laughs> Do I? I don't know. I don't like Ben Goddard. We didn't know what he knew until he stepped up and did the, the matches. What does Sabrina know? So it's these are these things that the managers have to uh, kind of figure out and do their research on. Sabrina, are you excited by this? Is there a manager that uh, have, have managers already started reaching out to you? I guess is the best question to start off with. Yeah, that's actually how I found out about this. I already got like three DMs from different managers and I was like, what is going on? Did they finally figure out like the waiver rule? Like who right. knows? Um, Cause I, everybody I tagged in the tweet that I sent out last night, I had already talked to previous oh. sometime over the past few months, like during tapings, they've just reached out to me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, now it's getting serious. Now this is the time when, you know, we're talking strategy, we're talking strengths and weaknesses, things like that. Um, so I definitely have someone in mind. I have a phone call today that I'm really excited about. Wow. You've already yeah. got someone that you're kind of targeting as a manager to manage yeah. you who's reached out to you. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. A, it's Jeff Snyder. Uh, that's uh, that's <laughs> who's uh, replacing Andrew yeah. with yeah. Sabrina. Definitely. <laughs> That's the last yep. guy you want to be with. So, <laughs> so I have a question. Like, um, I'm I'm excited. Like, obviously, yeah, this is great. Sabrina joining the den for as long as she's been on SCN, basically. Mm -hmm. And but I'm wondering, it's that you know a lot of players haven't gotten mm -hmm. matches yet, and we're adding more players and dropping old players. Like, yeah, like do you think that's going to cause some, some some friction? Either you know, like what about Roxy and JTE? You know, he's halfway across the country. Granted, this is the best time to get him in right now. Honestly. Yeah. A, if we're going to be having StreamYards matches. But do you think that a lot of players that didn't get a chance to play will, are going to get dropped? Is that a possibility to bring in some, like, you know, you have players like Sabrina who definitely have garnered a lot of attention. You have people like Molly Damon who's itching yeah. to get in the Star Wars League as well. Yes. So do you think, like, it might be affecting other teams? Like, hey, I didn't get to play and now I got dropped. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what a manager has to kind of negotiate for themselves. Listen. Everyone wants to be nice, but there's a prize at the end of the rainbow. And so you've got to figure out what's going to work for you. And this is a business. Listen, friendship is friendship. Business is business. If you're trying to win and you look at swag and you look at uh, the den uh, six points away from uh, the Finstock exchange, there are moves that can happen here. So I think if you're a manager, you have to take a look at this situation and be a little bit ruthless if you need to be. And on the heels of Jeff, Jeff Snyder's comments about Andrako, Roxy is the manager I am watching the most right now. Yeah, I see what she's going to do. Sam also with his slots and his uh, you know needing to pair Andrew Guy up with somebody. 
there are some interesting free agents out there. Sheridan, you're already with the den. Are you looking at this in any way? Have you and Ben had conversations with Kate and Grace about stuff? For me, basically, I just hope we don't get, go back to doing matches because I'm still undefeated. Um, <laughs> but if we were to go back, um, yes, I, I would love to see Sabrina on the den, but I, I haven't heard word of any of these uh, talks or DMs, if you will. Oh, um, I'm, I'm I'm glad that they were about uh, uh, you know joining uh, one of these factions and not the bad DMs that people get yeah. these days. Um, but uh, yeah, I I mean we'd love to have you, but I mean you got to be as strong of moving knowledge as I, I have. So uh, oh, you're probably going to be the high bar. Picked. That is a <laughs> high bar, right? You got to you got to relax those strict it's, it's, it's strict. It's, down. Strict uh, <laughs> limits, right there. Okay. Be my master. I would say. I'm following I would, your footsteps. I would say if you w did join the den, you'd join a, a great crew, and uh, you would probably uh, pass me. Uh, oh wow! RB three. RB three. What is your thoughts on this? Have you been talking with uh, with your manager about anybody? Have you been in the ear of your manager about anybody? What's your? Um, I haven't spoken to Winston. You know, I kind of let the manager just do what they do. But I mean, okay. obviously, Sabrina. You know, first cut, first cut, gang. Hashtag. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, meaning of gang. We're all uh, me and Andres are on a swag squad drip drip. Yeah. Um, so you know, you, you got to complete the trilogy. Uh, come with us over at, at the swag. And um, we, you know, we're good peoples. I mean, I may have not had had the the best win, but I tried my best. We we came up close. Yeah. Andres had a tougher tougher loss, but you know, we uh, look at what Paulo Yama's doing. Uh, speaking of which, Paulo Yama's about to be on the Meaning of Podcast this Friday. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we got and 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 plus, you know, with Lon Harris, like we have a we have a top notch gang of group uh, a gang and a crew. Um, not to mention um, um, Chandru, who's actually been great at mentoring myself and Andres. Mm. Too during this whole thing, so we have a lot of great mentors. Um, obviously, Winston's a really great guy, very communi communicative, um, if that's a word. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't want to return my calls because I'm 0 and 3, but you know, <laughs> otherwise, uh, wow, you know, and otherwise, it's, it's a good time. Are we so you should, you should... afraid of getting dropped? <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, if, if Winston if Winston's gonna be the one to drop me, I'm not gonna, you know, what I mean, like, wow, it's Winston, I mean, he's my guy, so it's you know, but I don't really. You know, I don't know what my uh, future in the league like really looks like right now. Anyway, oh, um, just okay. just from you know, um, just from being you know being involved in other things and and you know, honestly, it's a lot of time dedication to playing in the Schmodown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I don't know, but we're but um, but I'm hoping that you know, Sabrina, you make the right decision and come over to oh. uh, Swag. Wow. So that make the right decision. I got a twenty dollars super chat real quick. Okay. Old man Roca, in the interest of keeping the audience engaged, please make sure your favorite franchises <laughs> are talkies. I got something I can talk about. I'm gonna step all over your face. Listen, you look at the situation here. This is interesting, RB3, because you're almost pulling a Josh Trank here. You're saying you're not firing me from Star Wars. I quit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like you're saying a little bit that Winston can drop you and it's okay. No, no, I'm not quitting. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, if 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 anyone need, you know, what I mean, like, if he needs an open slot to recruit a potentially better player, I'm okay with. I'm okay with. And besides, like, I think what I need at this moment is like a team's player anyway. Yeah. Um, and based on the roster we have at Swag, I'm not sure exactly who. Like, you know, I guess there's more discussions for me and Winston. But okay. I mean, honestly, I'm just throwing this out there. Hey, if Makuga wants to reinvent the Wild Berries and call it the Wild Butlers or something like that, um, we could. Oh, we could. We I'm could, not mad we could about make, it. We could make that match because he has. I think he has the exact 
skill set that I'm I'm missing out on. To, wow, to, to sounds good. Yeah, I'm yeah. done with it. I like that idea. Ben, you, you look at all these managers, Ben. You got to look at you know you got to look at Roxy. She's not doing so well this year. Um, uh, the Queen of Corruption only has one victory this year. So <laughs> you look at these situations as a as as a guy who's been in the league a little bit now for a few months and gotten some victories here under your belt. Are you looking at other managers to see like are you hearing from other free agents rather? Uh, and are you thinking maybe these managers are kind of in a desperate situation uh trying to find new talent what's your thoughts on that i'm definitely looking at winston winston is the mm. biggest threat right now to the den for sure okay. like yes fin like you guys aren't gonna you guys don't need to make moves you have the horsemen like you, you're know. at the top of the mountain right now and like it's it's a battle for second place until like we get everything back in order which we're gonna come for you because we like Tom, Tom and Paul still need to have some teams matches. Right. Tom right. and Paul need to both have singles matches. Me and uh, Silverstrini have our match coming up this next week. Right. So we have we have the potential to catch you, but it's going to be tough. It's going to yeah. be tough. There's no doubt about it. But Winston is so into this game and like uh, Rogue Two and both and Final Exam, like they mirror the den so well with two pretty solid teams that could do some damage in a tournament and yeah. long term. And with Shandru having a title shot, and with all these guys with Lon and Paul and Adam and Liz being able to play singles and yeah. possibly intergeekdom with Paul as well, uh, the, uh, swag is pretty deep. Yeah. So uh, I'm look I'm looking at them for sure to do some damage. So I it would be it would be pretty scary to see Sabrina I in there. Know. So I yeah. mean, if she wants to go to Swag, I, I said this on Twitter. Like I'll face all of first cut and beat them all and inter geek them wow. or singles. Oh so, wow, wow. Uh, but we got one from Larry Lease. Uh, RB three. What faction would Luke Skywalker? <laughs> what faction would Luke Skywalker want to join? Uh, please do the play. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm competing in Movie Trivia Schmodown. My name is Luke Skywalker. What can I get in the game? Who's going to recruit me? <laughs> can you beat Alex Damon, Luke? Alex Damon? I'm not scared of no Alex Damon. Is he my father? No. He's a punk. A win. He's at the Tashi. I see him at the, all the time at the Tashi station. Oh, I love it. He's a punk. Brilliant. Freaking brilliant. Yeah, and then, I mean, uh, what Dagan's saying, you can't count out the burning droogs either. Whether yep. or not Robert Meyer Burnett has fell into these victories, Ethan is, is that's a big match coming up between you and Ethan. James yeah, White, is. his his big rookie, yeah. hasn't even played yet. Neither has Ethan and James as a team. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, Deep 13 is going to be playing swag, uh, final exam. That's going to be another big teams match right there. Yeah. So, it's it, right now, it is a battle for second place until the league really <laughs> gets going again. But I mean, there's a lot of lot of good players. So uh, the Dens racked up some good wins and some good points. Yeah. But we're not we're not resting on our laurels at all. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's look at. Let me read some of these players and get your get you all's thoughts on what players stand out for you. Devon, you know, Christian released this. It's not the full list, but it's enough of a list to get an idea. Devin Stewart is on this list. Simon Thompson, uh, who is a great film reviewer. Uh, Vanessa and Robert from uh, uh, Late to the Party are on this list. Hal Rudnick is on this list. Uh, Perry Nemiroff is on this list. Who recently did that uh, 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 Jurassic Park exhibition. Leonard Malton's on this list. Who's going to grab Leonard Malton? I love it. 
uh, Jesse Malton <laughs> as well. Uh, Mark Bernardin is on this list. Is he really available? I want to know. Oh, game, Mark game would be over. good for sure. Yeah, right. Mark is very knowledgeable. Game over Greggy, Nick Scarpino. Uh, you get those guys who are very well known. Dennis Zen. I would love to see Dennis Zen walk back into this thing. DJ Woolridge is in this. Uh, let's see. Chris Gore is very knowledgeable about films. Molly Damon. Kim Horcher. My nemesis uh, in the Schmodown and uh, my recent guest on the Outlaw Nation show, Scott Mance. Mance! Mance is available right now. Mance hey. hinted on the Outlaw Nation show that he is uh, tuning up to play me again at some point down the road. So that's I think that's evidence that the people have reached out to him already. I said Sabrina already. Um, and uh, Keith Markey, Mark Donico down there, and Mark Donico rather down there in Florida is a possibility. And the two dudes from, uh, from Cinefanatics. Those guys are roaming around out there as well. So there's a lot of people out there. What names stand out to you guys if you were managing a faction right now and had a couple of slots? Who would you go out to first or who would you be looking at trying to get? For TBWA Shite Day New York and Nissan, ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand, fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all-new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E-Force all-wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in four-mode with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Uh, um, I got to go. I mean, uh, if you didn't have a Star Wars competitor, Molly Damon is yeah. the easy answer. Like Molly Damon, uh, even when people are saying that she got, she should have gotten drafted to begin with. Yeah, I agree. So Molly Damon is the easy answer because one, she's always studying with Alex and she's going to conventions with him, and you know she's going to get a match. You know she's going to get scheduled and she'll she'll do some damage. But I mean, yeah. I love Sean Sullivan. I'm saying if you don't have a Star Wars or possibly Inner Geekdom competitor, because you know she's probably been helping Alex study Inner Geekdom. Yeah. All right. What um, about you guys? No. Yeah, who, who stands out for me? I mean, obviously, Rachel uh, Silverstring just said in the chat that the Mountains are not competing. But uh, I would, you know, Leonard Moulton, that USC connection, he teaches at USC. Um, so I would hope for him, if he were to compete, um, or Jesse were to compete, I would love them mm-hmm. to come on uh, SWAT Squad. Um, and, oh. but yeah, those, those, I mean, honestly, it's tough to beat out, like, actual film critics. But Mark mm-hmm. Bernardin, I think, mm-hmm. is is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, just in this space in general. So I think if he was to come into the competition, he'd really shake things up. Yeah. What about you, Sabrina? Uh, definitely Sabrina Ramirez. I feel like she's going to do a really good job. She's going to make an impact. I feel like people need to watch out for her. She could take it all, man. Yeah. Put, her, put her up against Bateman. Put her up against Dan Merle. She got it. Oh, yeah. I see Bateman or Merle. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I see. I see. Only she only wants to play first and second rounders, John. Oh, boom. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Did you say Mance was up? Yeah, Mance is out yeah. there. What do you think, Sheridan? I see. I, I, I just love Mance. And I, I mean, he does do that for a living talk about movies. So I, don't I, know. I just, I don't <laughs> care where Mance goes, but I, I need to see a, a Roka Mance uh, grudge match. I need to see it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, cla- 
That is classic Schmodown, and we need to bring it back. <laughs> We're one to one, so no one has the the advantage at this point. We are one and one. So, and that came up a couple times, and he said that Christian kind of talked him back into it. So we'll see who picks up Mance and whether whether it will be set up down the road. Of course, some things would need to happen for us to meet each other, unless it's an exhibition match. But it could be fun one way or another. The other thing is this: you look at Sam Levine; he's got to pair somebody up with. Uh, Andrew Guy. So is there anybody sitting out there that you guys think would be a good matchup for Andrew Guy? Well, has it been announced that he teamed Matt Atchity up with Guy? He has not I feel like is that what you think is going to happen? I mean, Atchity is famous for, one, when he was with Gray Drake of doing the Russian voice all the way to killing themselves in the speed yes, round, and they true. would have beaten the Patriots that day. And then, two – for, for doing a challenge after they won the match. Yeah. And so ha- having him team up with guys, someone who will literally elbow him in the ribs if he ever tried to do that again, like yeah. that's – I feel like that would be the perfect matchup. I don't know if, if he's teamed up with Janine or, or not, but I feel like Atchity and Guy would be great. Uh, we yeah. got another uh, uh, super chat here. This is open invitation to all SEN crew to be on the Hotel Nerd podcast. It would be a great honor. Hit us up on Twitter and let's make it happen. Thank you we- so much, Hotel Nerd Network. Appreciate Listen, all that you do. Let me tell you how it works, Hotel Nerd. We don't hit you up. You hit us up. That's how it works. If you want us on your show, they're all being nice. Let me tell you the truth. If you want us on your show, you hit us up. That's how yeah. it works. We don't come to you, for God's sakes. Jeez, Roka, come on now. <laughs> well, it, also, it, seemed, it always seems weird and, and needy if you go like, hey, can I come on your exactly. podcast? So, awesome. yeah, hit yeah. us up. Hit thank us you up. for the $20, yeah. Hotel Nerd. Yeah, yeah. 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 thank you, RB3. Thank you. One of our biggest supporters, Hotel Nerd. Everyone's Christian yelling right at me now. right now. Christian yelling at me right now. What the yeah. crap? Uh, anyway, yeah, so th- this is going to be exciting. I know we don't spend too much on it because because hey, this isn't backstage. Uh, we don't spend too much oh, this time isn't on backstage. Okay, <laughs> it's backstage. But it's certainly exciting. Sabrina, are you have you been excited mm-hmm. about this situation? And uh, has anything swayed you in this conversation, one way or another? Um, I'm still. I have my top two in my oh, mind. Okay. Yeah, I definitely have my top two in my mind. Um, not swayed particularly yet. Still have to talk to those two managers. But yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward. Mm-hmm. All right, I respect yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, you better Absolutely. come with it. Yeah. And that's me- the thing is, that I just I feel like um, I feel like Sam would be a perfect place for Mance, uh, the usual suspects, because like I feel like that would. You're insane. Of- Burning Droogs is the perfect place for Mance, for God's sakes. That oh, is God. <laughs> R&B and Mance yes! doing a promo. Yes! yes! <laughs> that's my guy. He's my guy. It, it just All would right. go insane. It would go that's insane. Perfect. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to the main topic, guys. And so now, uh, super chats, uh, twenty bucks. We're going to be talking about film franchises, guys. We want to hear from you. I'm going to start up reading some streamlabs real quick, and then we're going to yeah. jump into some of our best and most favorite, favoritest, whatever the word is. Who knows? Sure. It's too early. Most favorite, uh, yeah. film fram- film franchise. Film There's definitely no whiskey in this coffee. Uh, Bruce Leroy, just want to say again how awesome you guys are. These questions are great. For me, the best franchise in the in the oh is the Abbott and Costello franchise. These <laughs> movies are all great. Another great franchise has twenty four movies and started in nineteen eighty. Taboo, go Huskers. Oh, taboo. What Nebraska. is Taboo? Roki, can you speak? Can you speak to the uh, Albert and Costello since you're alive oh, when those came that out? Is, that or? is way too old. That's way too past my prime, man. That's a, uh, I, I mean, I, I I saw the Stan and Ollie movie. I thought that was a good movie. 
was a great uh, movie. Sure, right? Very yeah, underrated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew G. The number one franchise has to be Star Wars. Would there even be franchises like we have today if Star Wars hadn't blown up with all the toys and shit? <laughs> Showing the world uh, what something like that could actually become. All right, I don't and know then if we I've got heard it. that one. Star, 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 Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel no, no, no. Well then, Roka, count this as us asking with the open invite. But Roka, you would have to be the fourth on the guest list. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> See, now I'm not going on. Now, wow. now I'm, I'm only going on the Motel Geek podcast. I am not yeah. going on the Motel Geek <laughs> podcast. Screw them. I am not doing that show ever again. Forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I ever I, again. Yeah, I, I love the idea of Star Wars being the franchise that people base it on, and I get that, of course, because that was the big deal. But this person making the Lou and Lou Costello, Avin and Costello. I mean, don't forget, um, way back when the Universal monster Frank that legitimately existed back in the forties yeah. and fifties. You had Frankenstein and the Wolfman and Dracula all being in multiple movies together. So, and one with Lou uh, Avin and Costello as well. So. That's maybe the beginning of the idea of having this kind of universe of this franchise. And then, of course, Star Wars is the one that really kind of popped off and did it. And then, of course, now leading all the way to the MCU, so many franchises, Harry Potter, uh, Mission Impossible uh, franchise, the X-Men franchise. Uh, there's so many franchises you can consider here. Uh, who wants to go first? Like, well, if you Has got anybody one? considered the Benji franchise? Oh, Benji? Uh, Why not? Uh, Air Bud? in 74? I the mean, Benchiverse. I like it. It's been a long, yeah, I mean, around longer uh, than Star Bond Wars. was a thing before Star Wars as well. Yeah. James oh, Bond. Yeah. That yeah. was on one of my top uh, franchises. Right. I, uh, Brent, do you want to talk about Bond a little bit? Well, yes. yeah, I love Bond because I missed the Bond question um, during my match, even though I won. <laughs> um, oh, wow. No, I just, I just, I, I remember I've seen pretty much every single one except for like the new ones. I saw the first of the new ones and I haven't seen those, but um, my favorite Bond. I would have to say was Sean Connery, um, but uh, yeah, I just think they're they're that you, they are what they are, and you get what you expect every time with them. And it's just like, uh, you know, it's a yeah. good it's a good thing. But you know, I I don't know his his the way he deals with women may not be may be questionable. <laughs> I think uh, oh you know, really? A bond really? needs to be a little sweeter this these days. So, but. Uh, yeah, he was. He, some of some of the scenarios uh, are are not so great. I guess. I all right, I get it. I guess I get it. I guess. I guess. I'm being a little, you know. He's a good looking dude. He's a smooth dude. He's gonna yeah. do his thing. He's a spy. What's he gonna do? Hey, can we go out later and yeah, maybe like yeah. we fall in love and walk the park? I just, I just. Champs Elysees. There's a time between that Roca and flipping a woman on a bale of hay and holding her down. Yeah, well. Oh. Yeah. Like I said, he's a spy. To him, it doesn't yeah. matter. So I mean, you're trying to hold normal ethics to a Women, guy who's a spy. They, they can't control themselves the around him. I think yeah. that's yeah. you know. The... Yeah. Anywho, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have a favorite mic is muted, right, bud? What's that? RB 3s mic is muted. I just didn't know if you. Oh, knew. yeah, no, no, I'm good. Okay, cool, cool. Who keeps yelling in there? Are my kids over there? What's going on? The RJ. Yeah. Oh, you exactly. Do you have a favorite Bond film, Sheridan? I'm asked for the last time. Do you have oh, a favorite? oh, the favorite? No, I can't. I can't pick it. I don't have a favorite. Any I, when everybody does their list of like favorite Star Wars, then I switch up mine, and then somebody says, "Well, my favorite Bond film is that." I'm like, "Oh no, that's the you know." So 
it's hard for me to pick favorites of these you know of of the indiana jones of anything i wow each one has their little pieces that i like I, uh you know it's tough to pick a favorite God, you're every friend you're every studio's wet dream I yeah think. i i, I like, love to ride you like bands. every movie it's okay. <laughs> yeah you find something to like in everything i appreciate that brings in all those focus groups like i i liked it i liked yeah. it it was great <laughs> I mean, Sheridan must exist for Snyder to exist, and the universe is balanced. They, they yeah. just, just make sense, all, all the sense in the world. I think. Exactly. What about you, Sabrina? Do you have a favorite franchise that you go back to all the time, or it's like comfort food, or that you enjoy uh, watching? Yeah, pretty recently, John Wick. Oh, just good choice. Like good. Yeah, I think I think John Wick kind of takes like a little spin on like gun fu because it's just a really really great movie in general. Like people can't just boil it down to like good action. Mm -hmm. It actually has a good story. Um, Keanu Reeves is incredible, and I think all three films in the trilogy that they've had so far have kind of hit it out of the park. Um, so I'm looking forward to the fourth one for sure. Yeah, it looks exciting. I, I think so too. Yeah. And uh, what about you guys? You guys uh, RB three uh, Ben, you guys big uh, uh, Wick fans? I'll go, yeah, especially with how well they've done the world building, uh, uh, like so quickly. Just that first movie, you're like, "Whoa!" There's a whole whole hotel with run by gold coins and assassins yeah. are like everywhere. And then in John Wick Two, literally everyone in New York is a paid assassin, apparently. <laughs> and but like by the time that part had happened, you you're on board and you believe it. So yeah. I I do like that answer because like we thought we were just gonna get a trilogy, but with the way the third yeah. movie ended, like. This could keep going, and I'm all yeah. about it. I want as many John Wicks as possible. Yeah, yeah no, Sam, yeah. I actually got to see John Wick 2, like, a year early while they were, like, still filming and everything. Um, so, like, I literally remember I, – I've always been, like, the biggest John Wick, like, Stan. Um, obviously, like, The Matrix is, plays a big part into why that, that, that franchise is so successful because it kind of has, like, the image of, like, Keanu Reeves and everything like that. But yeah, I, I love John Wick, man. And John Wick 3 was intense, even though it lacked a little bit in the story department, but great action. Yeah. 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 Uh, the first 20 minutes of John Wick are amazing. Yep. Uh, Hotel Network is back. Hot take. I can't stand the Bond franchise because there's no true through line to all the films. I'm big on needing franchises having through lines. At least make it where 007 is a title passed on to the best spy at the time. Um, I will say that each one has a scene with Q, and that's the only thing I go to for a, for a Bond film. I always wanted to see those fancy gadgets he had, and um, I that's what I like about it is it doesn't have a through line. You could just watch anyone in any order, and it yeah. just really doesn't matter because it's not. Yeah. You know, that's what I enjoy. What you hate about is what I enjoy. About. I mean, there's a little bit of a through line. Like they tried it with, uh, you know, from Russia with love with Spectre. And then they tried it with Spectre mm. with Craig. Like, it, I don't think it worked out that well. Because mm -hmm. I think like Bond is best when it is an anthology. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like those old like TV shows. Every episode is like a different, you know, like yeah. The, yeah. it's not serialized. It's, it's, it's episodic almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, best franchise is Rocky. First movie won Best Picture of the eight movies. Only one universally bad movie with Rocky Five. Yeah, uh, Rocky Four is terrible. I'm sick of people like just walking past Rocky Four like it's not one of the worst movies ever made. Like, Get out. Keep going. I got you on full screen, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, Rocky, Rocky Four is quite easily one of the sloppiest Rocky movies ever. Not Rocky movies, any movies. The movie is literally 33% montage. Um, the, the story itself, the whole Russian angle plot, whatever, it makes no sense. So no, I can't get behind, I can't get behind saying that Rocky Five is the only bad movie. Rocky Four is also is also terrible. Listen here. Well, young I'm all man. about this. You were an embryo when that film came out. You didn't understand the Cold War, what was happening to our country and Russia. And we needed 
Rocky to bring us together. Of course, a Russian could have come over and immediately gotten a shot at the heavyweight champion of the world. That's how it works. What is wrong with you? How else does Mr. T show up and get a shot? At yeah. that? I mean, I, I think in Rocky Four, you've got bigger issues going on here. It's one of the best soundtracks of any Rocky uh, uh, film ever. Uh, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. And at the end, it's a peaceful message about bringing people together. Mm-hmm. These highfalutin USC film critics. I, I can't know, tell you what. Nah, man. Nah, man. Get, 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 get your head out the 80s, bro. Like, this is like, just look at, look at, just watch the, watch the movie right now in 2020 lenses. I did. And- I watched it two weeks ago. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I living I- in America yeah. 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, man. The, uh, James you, Brown, the Godfather of Soul. You're, t- you're dissing the Godfather of Soul. That, How can I, you? Now, see, disrespectful. that's just any, any, you know what? And it's disrespectful. It's truly disrespectful that 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 James Brown's great legacy had to be tarnished by his appearance in uh in, in Rocky IV. So that's great. That's, Did you say great legacy? Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. you know, I mean, if we're gonna bash Bond, we gotta bash James Brown a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Streamlabs is working, just the Schmobots not. So the Schmobots yeah. today are twenty dollars super chats, but I've got Streamlabs right here. And real quick, we also have this is the last day, guys, to get uh, the Attack Peter shirt. Let me oh, share yeah. this real quick. Oh, yeah. We got the Attack Peter shirt right here. That's... This this ridiculously cool design with these two yeah. ridiculous knuckleheads <laughs> on there. So make sure you guys are getting it. You got 13 hours, 22 minutes, and 54 seconds left wow. to get the Attack Peter design. They got so many things, phone cases, uh, shirts. Uh, I think there's long sleeve T-shirts in there. Let me look over here real quick. Of course, you know, now it's not going to work that, you know, now it's on there. Young and figure it out. All right. So here's all we got. We got phone cases. We got shirts, uh, bags, phone cases, uh, posters, got all kinds of stuff. Sweatshirts, guys, hoodies. So make sure you guys got 13 hours and 22 minutes left for this Attack Peter stuff. This is amazing stuff. We'll bring it up later as as we go on as well. So Who who designed that thing? It's fantastic. His name is Attack Peter. Oh, Attack Peter. Shout out to you. That's a fantastic yeah. design. Before we leave the John Wick franchise, I want to say one thing. Last night on Schmo Bates uh, on the uh, Chill to Action, uh, Zipper had some words to say that I don't belong in the John Wick universe. Zipper, I'm going to find you. Even in social distancing, I'm going to kick your ass from six feet away. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Wait, what about- you don't belong in the John Wick universe? What do you mean? That's what, That's what that was the debate. Who, who, which Schmodown competitor belongs uh, in the John Wick universe? Uh, it was me. I think me and Clark Wolf were the two choices. Brendan Meyer chose me, and uh, Zipper chose Clark Wolf. So, uh, and I heard from a couple of people the Zipper's afraid we're going to get into a Twitter war now. Wow. <laughs> uh, so you said Bond, uh, Sabrina, you said John Wick, RB three. What about you? Uh, your head out of the eighties guy. What's your favorite franchise? And there better bet not, not be an eighties installment in it. Let's say that right now. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually thought about this a lot because there's literally. I mean, you could go to like the dawn of time and like dig up franchises and. And, and legacy and whatnot. Um, but to me, the one that's literally have always, at least in my lifetime, I've, I've always loved and always made a priority to see every movie opening day and seen multiple times in theaters, honestly, is the Mission Impossible franchise. Mm, um, every every one of the Mission Impossible films I actually love deeply. Even the second one, that's really kind of garbage. It, but garbage. It, it does give you that, like, at least it gives you, like, a John Woo American, like, perspective at the very least. Sure. But uh, at his best, you get some of the best stunts you see, like, in any Hollywood movie ever. Um, Mission Impossible uh, 4, 5, and 6 are legit some of the best action movies we had in the last decade. Mm-hmm. And to me, Mission Impossible 6 is well, to me, Mission Impossible 5 
has some of the best scenes, I think, in any action movie recently. But I think the whole package of um, the whole package of, of Mission Impossible Six uh, Fallout is actually really, really great too. It's probably one of the most. Um, it does the best job of encompassing like the tone of the original TV show and the kind of spies and reveals stuff while still giving it like this realistic and almost kind of artsy, um, you know, texture to it. So I really, really love. Um, I really, really love Mission Impossible Six. I think I think you're absolutely right. I was on JT's show and I said that that film of the, of all the films in the franchise is the one that like you could argue could have been nominated for best picture. It's the oh, yeah. first one mm-hmm. that I believe kind of even went to a next level with an action movie franchise to where it actually became an artistic film. Like you could actually legitimately nominate for best picture and people wouldn't necessarily say, no, it's just a throwaway action movie. That thing had so much more going on and complex storylines and great acting uh, and great direction. Uh, I, I thought that's a great point you make, RV3. It's one of the best yeah. franchises ever. Yeah, what what McGuire is doing with these movies. Now, Grant, I love all, like, Mission Impossible 2 aside, but, like, this franchise has been consistent for, what, 25 years now? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so much yeah. so that I think, you know, they were kind of passing the torch to Jeremy Renner, and then Brad Bird, like, did such a great job with it. Tom Cruise, like, I'm going to hang on to it for a little <laughs> bit. Just like, Sorry, sorry, Renner, you're not going to be in the next movie either. Why don't you go um, be born? Go be born. Yeah, I'm go be born, and then you won't be in that next movie either. Poor Jeremy. Jeremy Renner's got some of the biggest movies, and it just doesn't ever get the spotlight he deserves. Yeah. But okay, um, but what they've done with these movies, and McGuire is just taking it up the next level. I love having a different director for everyone, like yeah. with J.J. Uh, Abrams and John Woo and uh, Brad Bird and now McGuire. Uh, and, and, Bri- and Brian. Brian um, yeah, Brian De Palma. Palma. Yeah, yeah. All of them bring their own flavor to each one. Uh, but what McGuire has done, and I'm so glad he's like solidified himself. Like just that shot of the guy going backwards out of the plane, following uh, uh, Tom Cruise, and they did it like I think like 80 something times or something like that. It was yeah, like, that, that crazy plane thing. sequence. That yeah, that plane sequence, and that's just another example of why the Academy Awards need to have a category for stunts because yes. that is yeah. some of the most legendary stunt work I've ever seen ever. Absolutely. Uh, what about you? Uh, uh, up to you, Goddard. What do you got? I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the MCU. And I'll okay. I'll, I'll take the easy one. I'll take the layup. Um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, just because, like, everyone's been bringing it up in the chat. So, sure, but sure. because – and I, the reason I bring it up, because, yes, it's easy to talk about it. But the fact that every other studio is trying to emulate what the MCU is doing and every one of them has failed miserably except for, like, the Conjuring universe, which, like, they're making good movies and they make them for cheap and they make them back in their first first opening weekend and that's it. Done. Like, so they found out their formula, but the MCU for 12 12 years, 20 plus movies now, and with you know the highest grossing movie of all time adjusted for inflation or not adjusted for inflation, um, just you, you gotta just give them the credit. Like they took their time, they did it right. They took a few missteps here, you know, w- with too much universe building, but they they course corrected, they got the right directors for them. And I feel like finally in phase three, they started letting their directors direct and like put their vision into it. Now, granted, like movies like Black Panther, you see Ryan Coogler through two-thirds of the film be a genius, and they're like, yeah. no, 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 we need a rhino big battle train thing at the end. And that that's terrible. Everyone, terrible. Yeah, and everyone points to that as like being the weakest part of the movie while you have this great 
almost political thriller throughout the entire thing. And same with, you know, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's the spy film. And then at the end, you have big gunships firing at each other. But the Russos well, have... superhero movies, you know. It is, it is. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what up. Black Widow was going to do, what the Eternals was going to do. Uh, like, I was excited yeah. to see where they went after Endgame, because Endgame was this perfect finale to it. And so you got to give them respect because they did it right. They took their time with it. While other other studios like you know DC or the Dark Universe was like, no no no, we have a universe. Get in there, everyone, get in there now. Yeah, they're like, yeah. no no no, yeah. we're gonna take our time. We'll do a few end credit scene here and there, and then we'll just tease people. And it worked really well. Yeah. Hotel Nerd back again. Movies that suck. Rocky four and five. Mi two. <laughs> the entire Transformers franchise. He's oh. just coming at your neck, Roca. Oh. Other than the first one and Bumblebee. Uh, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Entire Tremors franchise. He lost oh, your you're done. I see. This is why you don't follow us. Thor: The Dark World, Justice League, and Batman v Superman. I will say, Tremors is a perfect movie. The first yeah. Tremors is a legitimately perfect film, top to bottom. Don't ever talk about Kevin Bacon like that again, Hotel Nerd <laughs> Network. Oh you put respect on Bacon's name. Don't yuck right. my bacon. <laughs> Sheridan, are you are you a fan of these of the MCU movies? Are you are you a big uh, are you into them? I know you talk about stuff with Christian in the last few weeks. Like, are you a mad fan of these things or not? I think I gradually became a big fan of it. I think that I I, I probably could have. Um, done some research and gone about them different ways. Like mm. I saw um, uh, the second Ant Man and before uh, uh, something else, and the the end credit thing didn't make any sense to me. If that may, you know, I, I guess everybody's seen these, at, but at this point, right? There's no spoilers with all of this. They paid billions. Where enough. Sam Jackson comes in at the end of Iron Man, Brett. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a uh, kind of a thing with Christian that we were trying to talk about the other day because we were talking. They were talking about how trash um, Fantastic Four was. Yeah. Uh, the first yeah. one, and I said that. Well, I don't think that the 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 superhero films had had a boom at that point and for me i liked it because there wasn't really much to compare it to you know i know there was um uh batman you know like i mean there's a few spider-man stuff like that but like iron man i think mm -hmm. to me was the first one that really kind of launched the the really great storytelling and through lines of mm -hmm. these things and and that's why fantastic four for me i didn't find to be trash because i really didn't have anything amazing to uh well, compare it to th it was those just I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, Brad, but th those Fantastic Four movies, you know, directed by Tim Story, obviously, the dude who did the original Barbershop, and they were looking, the, people criticized the movie for, like, its tone and everything, but Fox was specifically looking for that kind of, like, comedic, over-the-top tone, which was, like, delivered. Now, whether you say you like it or not, I personally watched those movies as a kid, so I dug them, but, like, okay. you know, um, but, but at the end of the day, they were doing what they were set out to do. I'm, I'm like the newer flexing on us. You watched them as a kid. We get it. You're young. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I can't help it. Can't help me. Uh, Dwayne Rivera. I put a comment in Streamlabs, but I got to get back to work. But this is for Irish Roca and Luke Star uh, Luke Star Wars Luke. How's quarantine for y'all? All right. So sorry, Roca. I don't have your music to queue up. So uh, can we get a, a few? Uh, let me get a 30. 30 seconds of Irish Roca and then Luke. Uh, Luke Skywalker talking about quarantine. Luke, what you're doing here at Toshi Station? What are you looking for, boy? You're, not supposed to, you're supposed to be social distancing. I'm going crazy. What about you? I've been sitting at home with, with, with my uncle and auntie just drinking the blue milk. I'm tired of blue milk. I need to go out to the grocery store and get anything else. I can't do it anymore. It's too much. I need to know my father. 
I've got some blue milk for you. No, I don't know who your father is. I swear to God, you've been asking for 10 years now. I'm sick of it. Do it to an ancestry.com or something. I can't do it. I quarantine on Tatooine. There's nowhere to quarantine in Tatooine. It's all sand. I hate sand. The whole planet's a quarantine. Go, go, leave. For God's sakes, go and find your adventure someplace else. Maybe your dad's out there. I need to go to Tashi Station. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, let, uh, uh, let me get into some Streamlabs real quick. Or John, okay. did you want to talk about the MCU? No, no, no. I was just going to uh, throw my franchise in, but we can wait. Let's, let's no, no, wait no. Some... Go ahead. Let's do your yeah. franchise, okay. then we'll get into some right. Streamlabs. A lot of people haven't. Uh, somebody mentioned it. Uh, look, and shout out to Rachel Silva Streamy. She mentioned the Toy Story. We should talk about that one too. The Pixar sure. franchise is in there. Yeah. But I got to, you know, I'm a dude. I got to throw in my man uh, Rambo. I mean, Rambo is a good damn franchise. First Blood is one of the best films you're ever going to see. And I know that was set in the 80s. Sorry, RV3. But it's one of the best films you're going to see. Rambo 2 is fantastic. Yeah. Is it a bit of a fantasy, revenge fantasy? Sure, it is, but it's fun. Three, there are things about three that I enjoy, like Sheridan. I can find little things to enjoy in three with the Afghanistan stuff, the Mujahideen. And then, of course, you have Rambo uh, when he comes uh, out with, uh, you know, going to Burma. And then this last one. I know a lot of people gave shit to this one, but I liked it. And I even watched the extra 12 minutes that are streaming on Amazon Prime. I like a revenge film, and Rambo is a revenge guy. And yes, has he walked away from what his original intention was as a character? Sure. But people like these movies, and they enjoy kind of living out a little bit of the revenge fantasy through the character of John Rambo. And Sylvester Stallone, completely different person than he is as Rocky Balboa. So I enjoy that as well. All right, that's my thoughts. I mean, First Blood is such an amazing movie, but they just complete. I don't know where someone was like, hey, Rambo beat four guys in a forest because he's really sneaky. Let's give him a 50 caliber machine gun and start mowing <laughs> down Vietnamese in the next movie when he can't be touched. Like it was such a, a stark shift. Yeah. Uh, like I, they are like the rest of the movies are just like fun action films, but the first one has such like a deep meaning. And it was one it of did. the first movies about the fallout of Vietnam war and yep. how the vets were treated. Yep. It was like such a good movie. And then it's just like, nah, let's have him kill a bunch of people. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> well you know that's how it's done yeah. uh, but yes i agree with you i agree with you it has kind of walked away but this last one felt like it was going back so maybe that's why it's the end you know but even though he was like i like the burma one i, like, I, like and I enjoyed the, the hell one. out of that one so yeah, yeah. So the burma R one i didn't like as much yeah roki you you enjoy seeing um rambo go down to mexico and chop down all those uh cartel those, people yeah yes, yes. there's the I criminals yeah, like yeah. Sure. What okay. They're criminals. Anybody's criminal. I don't give a crap what color or race you are. If you're a criminal, you're a criminal. You should be taken out. And especially yeah. if you've been uh, assaulting a, a young girl, because that's why this is good. He doesn't go. You know what? I'm gonna wake up today. I'm gonna go kill some cartel people. <laughs> it's because they they try they rape his niece and they sell her off uh, to these terrible people. So there's a reason for why he's doing it. It's the destruction of the purity of his niece. Who, by the way is half latina so you know he is out there trying to take revenge on those people i don't know why it's okay for narcos to do the those people? people have an issue with uh you know yeah cartel people that's what i mean I'm and anybody who's in a cartel God. watching me i it's just a fantasy i don't uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah i love cartels i love cartels <laughs> <laughs> uh john the car the fast and furious franchise except two four and eight is no you can't special. do that Listen, you can't do that. You can't say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. except for seven of the movies. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, anyway. The before trilogy, do you think they'll make a fourth one, like an after movie? Now, this is a, a trilogy oh, I have not seen. I haven't seen before. any of the before movies, and I, mm. that's such a big 
such a big blind spot for me, and I need to watch oh, those. Yeah. Okay, good to yeah. know. Good to unfortunately, know I don't think. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll do a fourth one. Um, mainly because it, if they were to do one, it would have to be due by next year because it's supposed to be every nine years. Um, and the last one came out twenty thirteen. Well, I guess by twenty twenty two they could do it, but. I don't think they're going to do an, another one. I mean, Linklater's already working on another, like, multi-year project right now mm-hmm. anyway. So I, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I love I love the Before trilogy. I would have loved to get a fourth one. But, yeah, again, I just don't think it's going to happen. God. Sharon, what do you think? I never heard of these. What? Before yeah. sunrise, before sunset, before <laughs> midnight. Before midnight? Yeah. Paris wow. and midnight, midnight and the first Paris. one was 95. Yeah, exactly. I do like midnight in Paris, even though uh, Woody Allen's a terrible person. Yeah. Oh, yep. RB3's out. Oh, RB3's out. He quit. Oh. I think Sylvester Stallone showed up as up. What'd you say about Rocky <laughs> No, that, that's the it's the cartel showing up. Well, we're, you're, we're all next. <laughs> Whoops. One by one. Well, yeah. <laughs> Best movie of any franchise ever is Ghostbusters 84 or, or Logan. They are mm-hmm. tied for me. I know Roka's favorite ever, the Ten Commandments, because he witnessed it in real time, so he had help with historical accuracy. That's not even a good joke. That's not even a, yeah. either I was at the movie or it was at the real event or I watched the movie. They I just like the swore because you are such a big fan of Logan, so that's where I thought he was I going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know I, if I would get... call Ghostbusters a franchise, though. Well, there were Three two. Mo- two movies, and then the third one is not connected. Granted, we are getting after. It's yeah. called Afterlife. So yeah, I guess, I guess I guess it can yeah. be now that it's got a third movie. I think we have yeah, that be, one's like. because it had a cartoon and it had merchandise and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, does that make it a franchise? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it does. Yeah, All right, cool. Our back. There we oh, go. go. All right, I thought, uh, the, I thought the cartels got. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, head over Streamlabs, guys. Uh, Streamlabs is working, just not uh, just not the Schmobot. See that guy over there? Good morning, crew. Good to see you all. Two franchises that are amazing but don't get talked about much are the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy and the Before trilogy. Before Sunset, Midnight, and Sunrise. That's true. We just talked about How to Train Your Dragon is an underrated trilogy, I think. I like that one a lot. I agree. That and uh, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Mm -hmm. I love all three of those movies. Yeah. Uh, Suge Knight with the next two. Morning, Monday Mob. Look at these great people. Best movie franchise is Rocky. Uh, there is not argument, so no need to continue. Tonight, okay. you want to uh, you want to talk Roka with live uh, with Roka live? Join his Patreon at seven dollars tier, and you will get uh, oh. to hang out with Roka live and unfiltered. Thank Roka you. hangouts are amazing. You get love advice, life advice, and heartfelt conversations. You ain't getting that on any other Patreon. Uh, thanks, thanks, Shug. Uh, you, uh, also, last night had an amazing interview. I don't with have Kate to Morgan pay him to say nice Get things. Ready to podcast, so make sure and check it out. Well, say it again. I'm sorry, Ben. I cut you off. Go ahead. Say it again. Uh, yeah, his uh, his podcast. Let's get ready. Podcast. He talked with Kate Mulligan. Yeah. Oh, nice. The great oh. Kate. Yep. Uh, Big Mo movie reviews. Hey guys, can't watch live, but it's good to see you all. My favorite movie franchise of all time are uh, MCU, Alien, Star Wars, Rocky, Fast and Furious, Lord of the Rings, Jurassic Park, Mission Impossible, and Harry Potter. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Harry Potter. Yeah, I was just going to say, we haven't mentioned that one yet. Well, yeah. What do you guys think? I, I don't love like Harry it. Potter. Is there any Harry Potters that people like hate on? Is it, you know, I've never First heard. Two? First Fantastic two. Beasts. Really? The Fantastic Beasts. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, well, then, I, I guess yeah. within the, yeah. the, the, fir, you know, the that, just the regular with I'm, Harry Potter in them ones. I'm right. not a big fan of the movies, honestly. Really? I don't wow. think, I don't think they do the books justice whatsoever. Well, I, I really don't like, uh, I feel like it's, it's like, uh, it's like the books and fast forward almost. And mm-hmm. so, especially coming off of Lord of the Rings, which they were kind of coming out at the same time to begin with, like with how well those movies were made, that's kind of what I wanted from Harry Potter. And, 
Mm. I've just never been I've just never been a big fan of them. Uh, like I don't I don't think they're terrible or anything, but I just uh, I don't really go wa- rewatch them. And Fantastic Beasts, both movies are trash. I could see where the book. Yeah. You know, the, I I haven't done this, and I don't do much reading, but I did uh, read the first book after seeing the first movie. And um, I it, I found that to be nice. A lot of people like you know to see read the book first and then complain about the movie. But for me, then I could put faces to all of these characters and I knew how their names were pronounced and I had a yeah. world. Yeah, I did. And then it's I exactly. discovered a bigger. Yeah, world. totally, absolutely. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have and, my uh, wand out, or I do something. Yeah. But what do you think, RP? Um, I, I love I love Harry Potter. Um, I think, you know, I wouldn't necessarily criticize the first two, but I do think they're the weakest. Um, and, you know, the first the first film that really changed the franchise, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. I remember seeing that movie and just being mind blown. I love everything Alfonso Cuaron touches, honestly. He's one of my favorite directors. Um, so the way he reinvented the franchise and going forward, they pretty much adapted his visual style and made it a lot darker and made it a lot more adult friendly because the first two are kids movies. But the next ones are like actual fantasy, almost like dramas, um, you know, with teenage characters. Um, so I really, really love uh, Harry Potter. And I remember seeing Half-Blood, uh, I'm sorry, I remember seeing Half-Blood Prince in theaters and Deathly Hallows part one and part two, two times in theaters. And then the second time I saw Deathly Hallows part two, I walked out of the theater, went to the ticket. Thing, I saw it in the morning, like 9 a.m. in the morning. When I brought another ticket, went right to the next screening. That's how much oh, I wow. loved it. So wow. that was wow. nice of you to actually pay for another ticket. I would have just stuck around and hid in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I, I used to move. I literally used to movie hop all the time. This was just one of those rare cases. Just like, so. when you felt like, yeah, yeah. As yeah, long as you're eating, they don't care, man. He likes to support those independent Harry Potter films, <laughs> right, smaller, yeah. low budget ones. They deserve a belt. They deserve a belt as well. Uh, Sabrina, do you? What about you? Do you have a Harry? Do you have a Harry Potter love, or do you not like these films? Well, growing up, I was more of like a Twilight person when it came oh. to books okay. to movie adaptation. Okay. <laughs> I'll still, hey, I still Twilight. Don't even get me started about it. I know RB3 is in the same boat, but um, I think Goblet of Fire is my favorite one. I was really, really into that movie, and not just because of Robert Pattinson being in it. Mm-hmm. I actually, I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Sabrina. Yep. On on what? <laughs> on Twilight. Twilight. Yep. What's wrong with you? Guys? Great film. Stop. Did you Great film. So bad. I <laughs> saw every one because my wife read the books, and we oh. went when they came out the in the yeah. theater every single. I know. Didn't they come out before you were born, Sabrina? Or no? Did this? I'm not sure. No, I was. Um, I was actually two years old. Um, I'm only ten now. So, like, <laughs> bear with me, guys. <laughs> I didn't hate the movies. I, I'll, I'll give it that. I didn't like. Be, I don't know. I just. They're good. I, okay. I, I think I it was like it's like watching something with your child. The fact that that it was pleasing my wife that I was going to these and supporting her while she watched them gave gave me joy, mm-hmm. and therefore um, um, that's why I didn't hate them so much. I okay. Yeah. Uh, ben Rayner, Voldemort's Return and Goblet of Fire is in my top favorite uh, top five favorite movie moments. For me, the books and movies are two separate things, and I love both. Just rewatch the movies still hit me. My top three favorite franchise. Yeah. That's totally fair. I just feel like they missed a lot of the emotional beats. Like when one of the, the twins dies, you don't ever get to know any of the twins in the movie, so I felt nothing. When they, Wait, George and Ron? Is that, oh, no, I'm George, sorry, George and uh, what's the other twin for the Weasleys? I don't know. You tell me, Mr. Ah, Movie Lover. What is the other name? I forget. <laughs> Fred. I never read the book. I never read the book. So Fred. <laughs> 
the books. Um, so do you, Ben, somebody mentioned friend, right? this. Do you think this would have made like a better, like a television series? Like they could have. I think it'd be tough to last seven seasons, like a, a season per book. It would be tough. I'd like to see it. Yeah. But I, I mean, it would be tough. I don't think they needed. Uh, but just like you missed a lot of the nuances, like in Goblet of Fire, like they go to the Quidditch World Cup and it's one of the best parts of the book. Mm-hmm. And especially like coming from because she released the first three books and they're like decent size, but you can tell when you reread them, they're very kid kid centered. Yeah. When she released that Goblet of Fire, she took her time with everything with with the Quidditch World Cup, with uh, the Death Eaters, with everything. You felt this universe grow up right in front of you mm-hmm. and you didn't get that mm-hmm. in the movie whatsoever. Like they rushed over so much stuff because like, they're like oh, we got to get through this, 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 this. Like, I don't know. It, it it just wasn't for me. I don't I don't begrudge anyone that likes the movies whatsoever. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. I know you're real worried about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we lost bread. I don't know. I don't oh. know what happened. We lost, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Azkaban was the worst book and film. Hotel Nerd just coming in hot today. Yeah. Uh, and I long. loved it going dark, but the third one was garbage. Best oh adaptations God. of Harry Potter was Half Blood Prince and Deathly Pollo- Deathly Hollows Part One. Just sent you all an invite to hold Thunder podcast on Twitter. Thank you. I blocked him, so I didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, this is ridiculous. How can you think that's the worst one? That's universally accepted as the best one of the franchise. Uh, absolutely. I think it's fantastic. I, I, you can make a case for Apple Prince. You can certainly make a case for both the Deathly Hallows films. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I people do. I will say that that people hate on Deathly Hallows Part One because it's mm-hmm. kind of like nothing really happens. But I was like, okay, they're finally taking their time with these movies. Yeah. Granted, I know they split it up to make more money. I get that. Yeah. But it felt like it felt like the first book adaptation to me, where they okay. like the first part of Deathly Hallows was them just hanging in a forest figuring out what to do, mm-hmm. and I liked that part of the movie. And that was the yeah. one death I really did feel. Was Dobby. Dobby when Dobby yeah. dies, oh, Dobby, end, yeah. and that's how they end the first movie. I was Spoiler. like, okay, they did this right. Maybe they'll close this these movies out right. And so okay. I, I'm with Hotel Nerd about that. I don't think the third one is trash. The third book is amazing as well. Okay. Um, but how about Man with No Name trilogy? Eastwood OG, absolutely. It's not a franchise. It's not the same person. It's the same director, but it's not mm. the same person. It's a yeah. Man with No Name trilogy, sure, but it's not the same person. You're not supposed to believe it's the same person. So, but. You can make a case. You can certainly make a case. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I I, I I like the Harry Potter movie. I think the first two are a bit hard to watch if you're not like 10 years old, for at least for me. But once you hit that Azkaban, that's where it kind of takes off. And I think David Yates did a nice job at the end of the franchise directing those films. He hasn't found that magic with Fantastic Beasts. I agree with you, Ben. But I think that's because there's not source material to base it off of. So as much as they may not be as good as the books, you need those books to have a, at least a you chance do. at a good movie, it seems you like. You do. No offense even, to JK because she's writing these films, but they're yeah. clearly not as powerful or as strong as the books. Uh, and, and even the, the first Fantastic Beasts, I didn't hate. Like right. Jacob Kowalski and, and Queenie were two great characters. Yeah. And then they just like erased both of them. And I was like, wait, you <laughs> the best thing you had going was this couple. And then yeah. she hypnotizes him and forces well, him to marry her. Like, the, what is happening? The anger I felt at that in that movie, because I was like, you took the best part of the first movie and you killed it. It was yeah. almost like Eddie Redmayne and Catherine Watterson went to JK and said, we need to be the best part of these movies. You need to kill yep. them off or destroy their relationship or something. Yeah. It was like ridiculous. They were so good together. All right. Um, Head back over right. to Streamlabs real yeah. quick. Uh, JJ Winward, what's good Monday, Mob? Let's give a shout out to Twilight. Pure <laughs> yeah. soap opera goodness. Alice and Jasper are goals. 
And if someone says Bella and Edward are awkward, go watch Attack of the Clones. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. That yeah. is a good point. Yeah. We, we just uh, we just recast, uh, and we were talking about Revenge of the Sith on Andrew DeMolanta's podcast. Yeah. That scene where he's like, no, but I'm so in love with you. While they're standing 25 feet apart, not touching, is one of the best scenes in cinematic history. There's social distancing. Yeah, social <laughs> distancing kings right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pac-Man Dwayne uh, with the Schmobot. I'll, I'll shout that out. Hey, guys. Sorry I couldn't contribute. I've been back to work, and with my new position, it's hard to catch live. But miss all y'all except Brett. I've seen him on replay every day. Uh, but one of my favorite franchise is Captain America. Uh, hey, Sabrina with your cute self. All right, Pac-Man Dwayne, shooting your shot in quarantine. All right. <laughs> oh, oh. So, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Captain America, part of uh, the MCU, but getting his own trilogy. Yeah. And uh, the best the best ending of Endgame to me is that slow dance. Like, yeah, yeah. every time I watch Endgame, that, that makes me tear up, and it's it's just perfect. I can't mm. wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, you already spoiled Iron Man, Brad. Uh, so you know we're even now. I actually <laughs> did see all of those. <laughs> Haskell four twenty. Hey gang, in my reply to Christian's fake Facebook post, I said, "Imagine a team of well-renowned critics: the Maltons, Bernardin, Scarpino, Mance, Nathan Hamill, and Rudnick as a faction invading the Schmodown. We've been watching from afar, and we're taking over. Ooh, yeah, that could sure. be good." Yeah, if they actually could win matches. But look at all those people on. They've all taken L's all over the place. So, yes, just because you know a lot about movies doesn't mean you can play the game. It would be fun as an invasion angle, absolutely. But I've seen them play the game, and they get flustered quickly. And, and rightfully so, because that's not their bread and butter. Their bread and butter is reviewing movies. So if it was a reviewing movies game, they'd kill it. But it's not a re reviewing movies game, uh, and it's about like knowing things in 15 seconds, and not everyone can dial that up so quickly. So yeah, yeah. it would be fun, but I don't 100% think. They yeah, Gray Jake was one of the few exceptions of like, yeah, and I mean, you know, you got you got Bibbs who does it as well. Yeah, true. Uh, and, like, and and you know, Whitney yeah. and Alonzo just won that big match. So there are exceptions to that rule, but I, you, you're totally right, Roka. Yeah. Uh, Tim Sim with the Schmobot, best consistent trilogies: Lord of the Rings, the Goat trilogy, absolutely. <laughs> uh, original trilogy of Star Wars. Uh, Caesar's trilogy and Planet of the Apes, uh, best consistent yeah. franchise, Harry Potter, excluding the rest of Wizarding World and MCU. But no, wait, let's clarify something you just said a few seconds ago, Ben Goddard. Don't you, you want to come from Middle Earth? I'll knock out everybody and we'll go 1v1. If I bro. come from Middle Earth, I have to bring a lot of pillows because I'm going to fall asleep through most of it. Uh, so listen, I'm going to fill don't... those pillows with bars of soap and beat you with them. <laughs> Calm down, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> this, this situation here is interesting to me because you said that other film, not much happens in Deathly Hollows Part One. Is, well, if you like Deathly Hollows Part One, you can't, you, you have to like the first uh, Lord of the Rings movie, right? Because, I mean, both things are true. Nothing happens in that first Oh, Lord yeah, the they don't get chased by the Black it's Riders. So there's no fight in Moria. There's no fight at the very end where Boromir dies. Yeah, Bor they don't form right the Fellowship. The uh, you don't have hours. a beginning uh, prequel uh, with uh, <laughs> the battle between elves and orcs on the mountains of Mount Doom. Yeah, nothing. Nothing Two happens. Hours oh, 45 minutes what a walk. snooze like fest. That's it. Two hours and 45 minutes of walking. You're, 10 minutes oh. of fighting. You are Randall from Clerks 2 right now. Get out of here. Can I just can I just make the point that uh Roka loves Rambo and the last the last blood and he doesn't like uh Lord and of the Transformers. Mm. But I'll talk rings around you about classic films there uh, RB. Don't start coming for me. Don't oh. start coming for me. Hey, don't move the goalposts though. Don't don't change those goalposts. <laughs> talking about these two, baby. He just he, he built the field. I, I'm not playing on the field. He built. Just uh, I, look, I love those movies because they're throwaway trash 
movies. They're fun to take your mind off of because the other ones, you have to look at a different prism. This is what I want. This is the thing I, I battle with all the time. Every single movie, you have to look at it in a different prism. Is it going for something else? If it's a Lord of the Rings movie or a classic film or those kinds of films, or 1917, those are going for epic, classic uh, uh, achievements. So you've got to look at that perspective. If you look at a Rambo Last Blood and you're bringing your godfather mind into Rambo Last Blood, you're not going to enjoy it. So you got to enjoy films for what they are uh, and then decide from there if they're good or not or enjoyable or not or trash, you know, so well, that's what I am I enjoying these films for what they are, the the films with the most Oscar wins in history. So that's what I'm enjoying. Is, is it the films with the most Oscar wins? In films? I mean, Lord Return of the King has the most singular Oscar wins. The, and the, the trilogy has the most Oscars of any trilogy oh, of all time. The trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, we got a hotel. Three, times, three tries to get out. Hobbit trilogy okay. sucks. Best Western is Tombstone. <laughs> no, it isn't. I will agree because I, I rewatched I all the, the Hobbits so uh, to study for the Lord of the Rings exhibition match. Some some parts are a little tough to get through in that Hobbit trilogy. Are you insane? You See, like film about you. men? Now you're just being a contrarian. Now you're just being a contrarian. You know you are. A 150-page book stretched out to three movies. Are you crazy? <laughs> you just don't like films about men. You all like films about little kids who hug each other and cry about climbing a mountain. Give me a break. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, we lost RB. We lost RB. Yeah. <laughs> you lost everybody, John. You lost everybody. No, there's a lot of people in the Lord of the Rings uh, not thinking they're that big of a deal camp. I've discovered this. I thought I was alone uh, in the Shire, but there's a lot of us in here in the Shire who did not who think Bilbo's a, a bit of an idiot. So, all right. Anyway, I don't, I don't like Lord of the Rings. You don't see Sabrina doesn't. Okay. Yeah, no, Brad. I don't. I've been a little quiet this entire time, but yeah, I read the Hobbit book, hated all the movies, and just never got into the original Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Wow. She likes Twilight. Yeah. Twilight so is cinematic masterpiece twilight I, I look, as if you don't have a terrible series you like ben give me a break i hate when people do that we, <laughs> also, I, I don't know if i do i was in fifth grade okay but yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> rb3 is trying to defend tim story's terrible movies for god's sake you know so give me a break and i'm defending them tim story usc graduate fight on baby let's go <laughs> there, there it is there it is <laughs> I respect the game, RB. I respect uh, it. Trash Panda, have y'all heard Jake Yacoveta's song Mutual Load? It's Fire AF. Oh God. <laughs> Mutual Load. Likes. It's it, Jake Yacoveta used to be in a in a rap group and it's pretty what? it's a great song. You guys have to listen to it. Wait, what? Everyone reach out to Jake Yacoveta and tell him to tweet out his song. And oh, wow. I don't know if we can play it because it's pretty it's pretty explicit, but it's pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Haskell got that one. Uh, Tim Sim got that one. PC, we know RB3 and Zaflirt and Flaus have all the moves. Sabrina yeah. and Goddard definitely would be invited to my dance party. Yeah. What about you, Roka? Can you dance? Yeah, I can, I can dance. I don't go to dance parties, though, but I can dance. Oh. <laughs> I'm damn good at it, too. Is it, are are so you, you too manly to dance? Hmm? I'm sorry, Roka, are you too manly to dance? Or what's oh, going on, dance. bro? I can dance, dog. I need to see you break it down, man. Let's break it down. Quick. He can Best dance move. if he wants to. He can leave those friends behind. Yeah. Right there. I just start out like that. Oh, there you go. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Is what the kids are doing nowadays, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do it all. Yeah. I watch yeah. those videos. <laughs> <laughs> I watch those videos. Is this one? Is, I think this is one. He's on TikTok. You close. You close. You I'm on the talk of ticks. I get on this thing. I'm on the talk of ticks. I'm on the talk of ticks. 
the TikTok uh, ones are more like. Yeah. Oh yeah, the TikTok. Oh, yeah. I got a whole. My daughter's oh, always doing crazy. this. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't someone make like this, this the gif of all of us trying to TikTok. Right <laughs> oh no, I get to see it all day long. No, I'm gonna. Dance oh yeah, do your kids do TikToks, Brett? Oh yeah, my, dude. My daughter is constantly doing the the this thing, and she's wow. like just looking in the mirror and doing stuff. It's, I, this is it's, this one's in every one of them. I don't know what this pull across, and Power Sabrina move. did the other thing. The the like, something like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I've said this on other shows. We had to. We can't let her watch as much, or we, you can't um, kind of block what they can see. We blocked that only her friends could share videos with each other because we didn't want people creeping on, you know, the little girl's TikTok or whatever. But like, yeah, it was you. She can see whatever she wants, and people are putting up some nasty stuff these days. Oh, and we kind of had to have. We, we, I mean, tears in her eyes because she needed to know all the fresh new dances <laughs> on TikTok. And she even made this like kind of sad announcement to her friends that, like, guys, um, hey, this is gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do many TikToks nowadays. Um, my parents talked to me wow. and said that there's some inappropriate stuff on there, and <laughs> you know, and I'm just like. I, my my sister sent it to me because she follows her. I'm like, <laughs> but she did say that um, my dad risked his life and got me these Sour Patch Kids because he went to the store. <laughs> so I really love him for that. Good kid, like... <laughs> right there. Oh, that makes me want to cry. That's so sweet. Risked his life for Sour Patch Kids. Salute to the heroes. Are we through? Is everything all right over there, man? Yeah, everything's good. Let's, let's... Okay. okay. Just hear someone yelling in the background. <laughs> Someone's yelling back there. Oh, uh, no. It's, we have a – yeah, I got something, I have something that's going on here. Right on, man. Right on. <laughs> yeah. uh, Born yep. Trilogy. Or, you know, yeah. even there's, a, there's five Born movies now. There's five. So, uh, what do you guys – how do you guys feel about the Borns? I like the Borns. I'll defend the – I'll defend all of them <clears throat> up until uh, – even the Renner one I think is, is watchable. The last one – it's, it's you can watch it, but I just I think they lost what the magic was of those first three films, in my opinion. What do you guys think? I think they overdid with the story in the I, I don't mind the 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 runner one. It just felt mm-hmm. weird that like the B plot became the A plot of him like trying to get off his meds. I was like, okay, he got off his meds. Now what? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh but um they overdid with the story about more stuff about his dad, more stuff about his past. I was like, you know, do do new stuff, do new stuff about it. But that end chase scene with that police tank car through Vegas oh, is amazing. Yeah. So the stunts like are still still go go ham, but uh, as the as the TikTok kids would say. But um, <laughs> I don't think they say that. I think I just dated myself. Yeah. Can you go roast me? But uh, what about you, uh, Sabrina? How do you feel about the Borns? Keeping up with the uh, Bornses. I like them, but they never really kind of just like held up as something that I go to revisit. Um, and Jeremy Renner, yeah, man, he's always dealt bad card. They're like, here, do this. And then they're like, all right, we're going to take it back now. Like you, you did what you had to do. Um, yeah, but I, a lot of things like those type of franchises, like action franchises, I definitely stick with something like John Wick or Mission Impossible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the biggest problem with, um, with the Jeremy Renner one is not with Jeremy Renner. It's the fact that they didn't bring back Paul Greengrass to direct. Because yeah. I feel like he was the one who really made the boring franchise like come to his peak. And even though um, the guy who did it, you know, um, I forget it was one of the brothers of, you know, 
they've done they've done one, one of the guys who um one of the co-writers of uh of, of nightcrawler i forget exactly his name oh, okay. um but um but yeah oh, i know it, you're talking about who did a uh, velvet uh whatever the netflix movie was yeah velvet yeah Bosa. yeah yeah tony was it tony Gilroy, if i'm not mistaken um yeah but anyway yeah i i feel like that i feel like it was it was a good story concept like to continue the franchise but i think if the execution would have been better and then when they tried to bring back Renner, it became like even weirder because there's such a huge gap. It didn't even mention Jeremy Renner. Yeah. They, they didn't they only, you know, so it was, it was kind of weird. So. Okay. Okay. What's, what, well, yeah, that? And I, yeah, yeah, just, it just uh, like the, I feel like the, I, there's a really great scene between Oscar Isaac and Jeremy Renner in that cabin. Like, and that was like, you got like a little taste yeah. of Oscar Isaac of how like good he could be. And then they kill him off. And I was like, Oh, well, that was the best scene of the movie right there. And then you kill off the, the second best character. But I, I'm a sucker for Rachel Weiss as well. She's one of my favorite actresses. So having her in the movie really upped it for me. So I don't really mind any of the Bourne movies. Like uh, the third one is the best uh, for me. Uh, but yeah, I like them all. What about the Batman franchise? Anyone talking about that one? I mean, do we, do we talk about that one or do we say, do we have to separate them out? I was going to say, do we talk individual trilogies or do we talk like... Well, somebody just put up uh, the Spider-Man uh, franchise oh, is so great yeah. they made three. Uh, yeah, franchise. so good they made three of them, which is true. And I, like outside of the awkward emo jazz dancing scene, I don't mind Spider-Man 3. I don't think no. it's... I don't... I Me mean, neither. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and I mean, yes, it's very easy for me to like dis- discount the worst scene in that movie, but... Topher, like Topher Grace, he's a great a-hole. I just finally watched Interstellar, and he's supposed to be a good guy, and he still comes off as an a-hole. Like yeah. he's got the. So I didn't mind that movie. It's not great, and I can you can definitely tell the the studio interference, especially after Spider-Man Two, where Raimi went full horror with Doc Ock in that in that uh, surgery room. Yeah, which was awesome. But uh, I don't like either of the Andrew Garfield ones. I really don't really? like. Really, I don't. Uh, Andrew Garfield is too good looking and charming in real life, and he's too good looking and charming in those movies. He's not wow. Peter whatsoever. He's like skateboarding to school, like he's like, oh, cool. Oh, sorry, I'm such an outcast with my trendy clothes and my and shading, shading Tobey Maguire and uh, Tom Holland. They're How good at like you? Tom Holland in real life is not like awkward or like. We- nerdy but he is in in these movies he's great looking guy though they're both good all three of them are good looking dudes don't you think no yeah but they they play peter parker well okay Uh, you say am i am i jealous of of, i I disagree i think garfield's not as attractive as you think he is oh my god andrew garfield is my number one there it is (laughs) there it is yeah i knew i was gonna get back up on that over robert pattinson a hundred percent over wow. anyone. Seriously, I want to take like a vow of silence until he like marries me or something. Wow. I, I think I think he is a talented actor, a great human, and I think that because he was so excited to play Peter Parker, he was. and he was. yeah, he was he he had grown up like being such a big fan of Spider Man. So I actually feel so bad. This is another case where like the actor is just given like the short end because. The second movie was awful. Yeah. His Peter Parker isn't bad. The movie's just the first one's pretty good. The second one's not great, and that's basically what killed it. It's not him being a kind of cool, good-looking Peter Parker. Like that didn't ruin it. Okay. No, he's he's a yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's a little cool. I don't know. Um, Peter Parker is not cool at all, unless he's Spider-Man, though. That's the that's the point okay, of that's the character. The whole... 
But yeah. um, but no, Sabrina's right. Like uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, we're talking about franchises and like how the MCU did it right. Amazing Spider-Man Two, that movie was we're making a franchise, uh, and Spider-Man's in it. Like that's literally like that should have been the title of that movie. Well, I yeah, mean, remember they, they were building to a Sinister Six, so that's probably why they went with that approach. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think, yeah, like like Sabrina said, if it wasn't for Amazing Spider-Man Two, they probably still would have kept it going. But I mean, you know, at a certain point, though, I I I do feel like, you know, to me at least, Tobey Maguire's things are untouchable. Besides the besides the new <laughs> Spider Verse movie, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Verse yeah. is where it's at. Spider Verse yeah. is for sure where it's at. I just yeah. watched that movie last night. It's still on Netflix. It's so good. It's just so good. You can buy them now, Ben. I don't know if you know that. Uh, bring up that other super. T- yeah, what was that? Uh, my bad. Oh, damn. We lost Roka. The cartel got him. Oh, no. <laughs> right, there. right there. Calm down, Snyder. Oh, I know, Snyder. Um, uh, let yeah, me Blade. get through a few more uh, streamlabs real quick, John, then we'll talk about Batman. Okay. Uh, uh, Haskell420, we need a Schmodown free agency special ASAP. Like ESPN does. When breaking news happens, hosts announce we got breaking news. The, this faction added or drops, if so possible. Add a manager or new player via StreamYards. Build fan excitement. Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to be like the NFL or NBA free agency. Where, like, you know, there's not 32 or 30 teams doing something constantly, like with rosters and stuff. But that is fun. Yeah, we should put a camera in Christian's living room and have him sitting in the recliner. And then the, you know, the first choice of the rock stars is. But yeah, uh, he, he. We talked about it last night. I said to him, I was like, we should do a draft spe- or a free agent special, agency special. Because if you're doing it at noon, then we should. You should set something up at the studio there, where you and another person are there, maybe Ellis or somebody else. And then as the uh, as the free agency things are coming in, you can announce who's where. You know, yeah. but he's but there's. He's like, it just takes too much time. And with the social distancing, it just would make it tough to do. I'd rather do it maybe next year in the studio and have all the free agents sitting in the audience coming up one by one, which I thought would be brilliant. So, yeah, I think normally we would have – I think Christian would have totally done that normally. But Oh, man, you're yeah. going to have some some green room instances where people are just, just sitting great. there all day. Oh, that's, that'd be that's so part sad. of it. Yeah, part of it. Uh, that was me at the, the draft. The live draft was just <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> I wore a suit. <laughs> and no food was served. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, right. Uh, Fifty Shades of Geek, my favorite franchises are Star Wars, Doctor Who, Lion King, Pokemon, Harry Potter, Star Trek, MCU, DCEU, Lego, Pirates, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, and of course, the Zafloat and Flouse. There it is. Boom, you got there. I loved all of those answers. I do want to say a thing about the word favorite. Um, I think you can only have one favorite. <laughs> just, just, I mean, I'm, I love your response. I think it's great, but I think some people confuse what a favorite is sometimes. <laughs> I blame myself. We're, we're, where's we're, we're where's the, the sniper? Where's the sniper sound effect when I when I need it? <laughs> but since they gave a shout out to Zephyr and Flouse, I'll forgive them. <laughs> yeah, that was such a great forgiveness, Brett. After you just threw them under like a few buses. Uh, that's right. Just a couple of buses. Just a couple. Yeah, just my first best friend, my second best friend, my third best friend. <laughs> <laughs> just one best thing. Technicality. Uh, my dad is risking his life for my gummies. Please keep him in your prayers. Uh, Hotel Nerd. Off-topic breaking news: HBO Max announces full anime slate and Crunchyroll Ooh. partnership on launch. Wow! Nice. Nice. HBO is coming for Disney Plus and Netflix, man. Yeah. Like, 
that is that is a big one because I have Crunchyroll and it's got great great stuff on there. So yeah, that's fine. That's dope. I don't know what the Crunchyroll is. Crunchyroll is anime. That's the anime. Uh, yeah, I get confused. Who are the, like Rooster Teeth did one in anime as well, didn't they? Recently, uh, over the last couple of years, I thought that was. Them. I don't know. My bad. Sure. I know. I know. Like you know, like Netflix just like put on mm-hmm. B stars and uh, Akame got killed. So it's got like Netflix has okay. anime on there, but like Crunchyroll is where you go to get like anime. And so oh. HBO Max, including like they're just they're like just keep stacking stuff on top of each other. Yep. So they're they're uh, they're coming for it. They're coming for that throne. Well, if you're gonna pay uh, the fifteen bucks, they had to get go get content. So it makes sense for sure. Across. Yeah. places yeah, yeah. And, and it again it's so smart leading with hbo max even though it's a right. warner brothers subscription like leading with that this hbo is is genius and what netflix netflix makes like original anime so they self-produce by buying a bunch of anime companies and like mm. having them make their own stuff but yeah. crunchyroll gives you like the prime content of like the pre-existing stuff like the dragon balls the entire dragon ball z collection um the yeah. entire um you know one of my favorite um animes uh kuroko's b- uh, basketball is on is on crunchyroll's um, so they literally have like all the anime. This is it's gonna be interesting. I think if there's one competitor that's gonna touch Netflix is gonna be HBO Max. Wow. That's strong statement. Strong Top statement. Top five franchises, Back to the Future, Star Wars, Harry Potter, MCU, and X-Men ending with Logan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can ever put X-Men on there. Logan is a great movie, but they have too many missteps in that franchise. Like they they fixed it with Days of Future Past, and they come back with Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, and it's just like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they, have more miss, they have more misses than hits. I would agree they do. with that. Yeah. Well, if if you're ending with Logan, you don't count. Um, you don't count Dark Phoenix. But um, I would personally, I mean, I would, I wouldn't say there's more misses than hits. I think yeah. really just, uh, I would say X three is a miss and Apocalypse is a miss, but everything else, you know, some people argue like, you know, um, the first Wolverine movie. Um, X Men yeah. Origins is a miss too, but that's three out of nine. That's not that bad. That's actually really good. X Men Three Last Stand is terrible. Uh, X Men Three, uh, Apocalypse, Dark uh, Phoenix, Dark Origins, Origins, Wolverine. Four. Oh, isn't yeah. there another? Isn't there another Wolverine movie with the Silver Samurai? That was the, terrible. The Wolverine. I don't think that was forty-five minutes. Is terrible. Um, uh, and, and I, mean, I don't you even like- count Dark Phoenix because it continues the timeline of yeah. Apocalypse and Days of Future Past. Like, and you, you can't, can't decide. Yeah. And also, you can't decide where a franchise ends. Sorry, you yeah. can't. It's not how it works. And also, yeah. X Men First Class. I don't like X Men First Class. I like <sighs> Days of Future Past. Great. I'm not. I'm like not it. a first class guy either, John. Yeah, I, I there's nothing. Look, I know we are supposed to put respect on Kevin Bacon's name, but he is about as scary <laughs> as a child. So it's not. It's, oh. it's, it's not believable. Him as you're an, Magneto. Uh, you're Professor X. I'm Mystique. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and January Jones. I mean, I saw a piece of paper that was acting better than her in that movie. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh man, come on, dog. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard disagree. I like that. Broke on film. I like things a lot of people Love don't like. Us, us three liked it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's How do we one kill of, uh, their Brent's cameras, Sabrina? <laughs> yeah, right? I have to start getting control of this. Shout out to William Harold. Children are terrifying, Roka. All right. Fair. 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 <laughs> fair. Uh, Tavishka Productions talking about factions. The quirky mercs get no love or matches. COVID aside, let's see some other factions in the mix. Uh, fantastic uh, Chump Exchange. Oh, wow. Uh, has twice as many matches played as six out of eight factions. The belt, uh, the belts ain't that heavy. Hashtag balance the league. Hashtag coming in hot. Is this Tabishka? 
Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag win matches. Hashtag you get more matches. Hashtag <laughs> duh. You know, that's how it works. You know, if you have a faction that's winning matches, guess what? You get to play more matches. If you have a faction that's losing matches, guess what? You don't get to play more matches. That's how it goes. Hashtag logic. All right. Anyway, what's the yeah. next thing? I think Shazam, like, they're waiting in the wings to play, like, a number one contender to play for the yes. belt. I yeah, think so. Exactly. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah, but uh, Bibbs and Brendan, they're definitely good singles players as well. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Real Rejects, are, we're playing Real Rejects next week. That's They're, they're on Shazam. Or uh, Quirky Mark, sorry. Uh, 50 Shades of Geek, can I get the Attack Peter shirt if I live outside the U.S.? I am I not sure, honestly. I believe so, because I think somebody has ordered one and said that they got one that was out of the u.s okay cool i guess you just go on there and try it you have to right and it'll say like can't ship to this address maybe i don't know that's what that's how i'd go about it <laughs> yeah they only have one uh two matches one one uh and lost one one is w-o-n just letting you know um but yeah i understand (laughs) yeah i'm totally trolling i'm just messing like can we stop shaming the people that are supporting the show tavish is good he can take it uh but yeah this i i i I hear what you're saying uh uh it's crazy so let's move on (laughs) (laughs) great input john thank you it's a small way i love my mcu dc and star wars movies but tron is one of the most underrated franchises ever i love that world i'm still waiting on tron 3 and the conclusion of the tron uprising tv show yeah man that's a that show was so good and the animated one i never watched it the animated one is so dude i'm telling you if you haven't watched it go back and watch you'll be surprised at the brilliance of that show and the storylines the animation the characters Everything they got out of that show, and it, I was so shocked that so other, so many other animated shows keep going, and they're freaking terrible. And this one got canceled, and it has to be because every one of these episodes was like a million and a half to make. It was yeah, wow. expensive. It, it yeah. looked amazing. It, it was one of the best, better animated things. I think they could have used a lot of the story that they used in there for Tron mm-hmm. Three. For yeah, sure. I just rewatched Legacy. That movie is beautiful. Tron, like, yeah, it's like, great. The story might be a little yeah. slow, but yeah. the score. And um, I can't. He just did. Uh, he did Oblivion. I can't think of his name, the director, but he makes yes. beautiful movies. Like, yeah, oh yeah. god, I think uh, it, I think it still holds the record for the most expensive yeah. costume budget of all time. For that. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It, I mean, it was worth it though. Yeah, it was. Uh, Mason, uh, with the Schmobot Tremors is my favorite film of all time. Hotel Nerd is on my shit list. Absolutely, wow. Tremors is great. Tremors is great. You can say what you want about the sequels. That first one, perfection. Yeah. yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. They live in perfection, by the way. That's the joke. Uh, Tavishka Productions, franchises, Planet of the Apes series, and the Tyler Sheridan series with Sicario, Hell or High Water, and Wind River. <sighs> okay. Those are not franchises, but I think I could allow that to be in the conversation because Sheridan is a fantastic writer, great. director. Yeah, so those films count. Uh, Hit up I your would- cousin, Brett. Yeah, yeah, I know. None of these guys will put me in anything. But uh, I will say, <laughs> ridiculous. Blood is thicker than water. My ass. <clears throat> oh, but I will say, uh, Planet of the Apes is a like. I feel like that that trilogy just kind of came and went. But I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I know people were upset that War for the Planet of the Apes wasn't really a war movie. But I really, really liked War for Planet of the Apes. Me I too. love that movie. Me too. Weren't there fight? There was. I mean, there's just as many battles as there are in Lord of the Rings, for God's sakes. So it has to count as a battle movie, apparently. 
or an action movie, I think. According to Ben's logic, that counts as an action movie. It shouldn't oh. have come out in the summer. It like it, it needed to be like a September October movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, honestly, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, PLD, uh, Star Wars, Indy, Back to the Future, Rocky, Lord of the Rings, Mission Impossible, Blade Runner, and the Ed Harris at NASA trilogy, Right Stuff, Apollo 13, and Gravity. Nice Everyone take a drink. Uh, PLD mentioned Ed Harris. <laughs> yeah, nah. That's actually that's actually a creative trilogy that I probably never would have thought of, but that's a good, that's a good three movies. It's a good yeah, – I, I do have a question, though. So if we're talking franchises, does it have – because I've always considered a franchise to be more than three, like above a trilogy. Yeah, but I like, Yeah, so does Blade Runner count in that conversation since there's only two? Um, there was – well, it's a good question, Arby, because like – I mean, there are like, seven versions of the first one. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. And, and, you know, uh, no, it's a good point, actually. I don't think it counts as a franchise because uh, we don't have a third one coming anytime soon. And there were animated, like, shorts, but not a TV series, right? So, yeah. They did three, comic, three shorts, yeah. Yeah, three shorts. But there might have been a comic book, but it wasn't – I don't think it's a franchise necessarily. I agree with you there. Ooh, somebody says more than one equals franchise. Well, Zach oh, Mitchell. Okay. Indiana know. Jones. We haven't talked about that. Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah, let's talk Indy. Let's talk oh, Indy. Yeah. All right. Sheriff? Crystal I'm- Skull is the best. Yeah, that was so that's I, I had not seen that when we watched all of those with my son. Mm. And it was new for my wife and my son and myself. And even a child found that film to be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the other ones, but uh, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm just, well, I always forget the uh, Temple of Doom. Is that the second one? Temple yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm a Temple of the Doom. That's my favorite. I've seen that more than anyone. I don't know. There's just something about the, you know, the Kalima. That thing. Oh, love it. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, a Last Crusade guy. Like, uh, I love, I love, um, Raiders, but man, like, and we've talked about this before, John, when he had, when Sean Connery has Harrison Ford's hand and he says, Indiana says his name for the first time in the entire movie, let it go. Woo. Chills every time. Listen, uh, Matt, Matt Nost, uh, not the most, you know, emotional fella. He's just, you know, he's sarcastic. He's funny. He's a sniper like Sheridan, but that moment gets him every mm-hmm. single time he's brought it up numerous times on top 10 as a moment that gets him very very emotional so ben you're not alone okay. yeah uh no yeah. palma it may not be the best franchise but my favorite is halloween nice. the original is one of the best films of all time in my opinion hoping yep. halloween kills doesn't get delayed also hashtag schmodown free agent here just saying <laughs> mm. i didn't see no. him on the list, on the list. <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead Sabrina. Yeah, I know. I love Halloween. It's actually funny because we haven't talked about any horror franchises, but there's a lot of really great ones. And even though not every Halloween movie is the best, you know, Buster Rhymes fighting Michael Myers, like, Kung <laughs> Fu Halloween, style, motherfucker! Yeah, isn't, it's definitely not cinematic gold, but it is so entertaining. And I just love what they've been doing with um, the one that just came out and what they have planned for Halloween Kills. Like, I'm excited. You know, we'll get to the Underworld franchise in just a second. Um, I love it. I I was one of the few that didn't. I love the first Halloween. John Carpenter was one of my favorite directors, but I was one of the few that didn't like the reboot. I thought the reboot was just kind of like in the mix with everything else. With like you, Laurie Strode had forty something years to prepare, and all she did was learn how to use a twenty-two rifle and put some locks on her door. Like (laughs) I don't. It seemed. Like I, I liked part of it where you, you dealt with like the PTSD of it, 
But and then you know how Michael was just like this random person, like they threw away all the other canon. But we already had that movie with H two O. Like yeah. Felt, I'm just making sure my no my internet's still <clears throat> going. I don't know what's what happened. What's everybody saying out there? Uh, uh, the, uh, we're, just, uh, <clears throat> we're buffering so. And like, uh, if you guys refresh the the YouTube link, yeah, it's it's not working. Well, oh, it sure. isn't. Oh shit. No, I mean like the link is working, but like it, right, it'll right. play for like two seconds and yeah. then it'll go away. <laughs> oh, back. it's good now. People back. are saying it's good now. Good. And okay. We're cool. Back. Yeah, we're back. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Sabrina that's why oh, yeah. Hobbit <laughs> is the best franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so as I said, um, I don't know where it cut off, but the Scream franchise is something that I think is so interesting, the way they blend like that like dark comedy horror elements and um, how meta and intelligent the writing is. Um, so that's what makes it stand out for sure for me. Cool. What about the uh, Conjuring? Did you talk about the Conjuring one? Have you, have you enjoyed uh, that one? Yeah, no, I, I really like the Conjuring. Um, I think the second one is... Yeah, and I think the second one is really, really great. Um, mm -hmm. But just like... The spinoffs they've done just haven't been nearly up to par as like where they should have been. Um, the sure. Nun wasn't even scary. Her short time in uh, The Conjuring Two is scarier than the entire Nun movie. Like, wow. yeah. Right. So. Mm. All right. All right. Yeah. Strong story. Scream definitely can't be uh, undersold of like how it kind of reinvented the wheel with how meta it was. Yeah. I I'm not a big horror person, um, but uh, so I haven't seen any of The Conjuring. But I love all four Scream movies. I think they're great. Sheridan, uh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday yeah. the 13th. You know, that, I, mean, I feel the, like Nightmare is one of the few that like it really <laughs> dove into how wacky and zany uh, Freddy could be. Like yeah. his one-liners became like such a, a staple in pop culture. Like they even have like a Rick and Morty episode with a knockoff Freddy like learning one-liners in a class and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Nightmare is definitely a good one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what about uh, someone mentioned here in the chat? The Godfather movies—is that considered a franchise? Like, is that a franchise? Yeah, see, that's that's why I, that's why I asked the question. If yeah, it's yeah. Comes count because that just does that even sound right? The Godfather no, it franchise doesn't. It doesn't yeah. even sound right. So. I don't have pillowcases or sheets of the Godfather, so well, that's just weird. Yeah. You, didn't, like you, to be you didn't order them quick enough. But I mean, <laughs> uh, when, it, when it comes to pop culture, like make him an offer you can't refuse, sleep with the fishes, like all these right. things like resonate throughout pop culture so much they made like that, that terrible spoof movie Mafia. Uh, yeah, it's it's re it's real bad. Yeah. It's, it is epic movie levels of bad. Even uh, even even Zootopia um, did a Godfather uh, uh, hmm. you know, remix. And by the way, the first Godfather made a lot of money. It was a real like franchise. It was a real blockbuster at the time. So. Right. Right. Have we talked Star Trek for God's sakes? No one's mentioned Star Trek. What? Can I talk Star Trek? What's, what's going? <sighs> Who are you on? arguing with? <laughs> Kids are outside. Uh, no, I said, Star Trek is the one that I would. I mean, Star Trek is such a great franchise. Both the original trilogy, some of the Next Generation films, not all of them. Uh, I certainly enjoy, uh, you know, Wrath of Khan. Uh, Star Trek Four, Star Trek Six. Um, I do. I can defend Generations. Uh, and of course, first contact is incredible. Uh, I think the first original movie, the with the extra footage, is fantastic uh, to watch and enjoy. So, and you great characters, great storylines, um, and a, a cast that went through numerous uh, situations and numerous decades of existence, uh, and still kept coming back to do these films. I thought it was pretty incredible. Anybody else? Yeah, like I feel like it. That makes it one of the hardest things to study in Intergeekdom because it, it 
it goes for so many generations. Um, yeah. I think I've seen all the TNG and JJ movies. I'm I'm real weak on the original series movies, uh, so mm. I got to go back and revisit those. Good to know. Uh, Good to know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good to know. <laughs> but Star Trek. <laughs> hey. No, but it, like, it it is good that there's literally something out there for everyone when it comes to star trek you can have your more star wars ish star yeah. trek with the jj movies you can yeah, have your more right, introspective cool. ones uh with the original series and you get a little bit of both with the yeah. tng so hey, there's something out there for everyone hey this is attack peter guys the guy who uh, designed the shirts oh nice uh thank you so uh make sure you guys pick these up i'll shout this out again uh there it is nice. got 12 hours now guys 12 hours left to get all this great attack peter hoodie with these two goofballs on there shaving their heads <laughs> insanity going viral for it <laughs> Arlof and flouse that was the team wasn't it and then the Z- Z- uh, Z- and flouse broke away from Arlof and flouse yes. yes to yes. do his own thing wow he, he was dj I, I is it floby or something at one point he i always say it wrong but dj floby <laughs> yeah he wore these yeah. the star shades in some way wow Okay. Yeah. All right. It, it just went off the rails, man. Yeah. Make sure when you guys get your uh, your uh, Attack Peter stuff, make sure you uh, tweet it out and at at the Schmodown, at Christian and at Attack Peter when you get it for sure. And we had him skyped in. I can't remember because all days blend together. But go back and watch the episode where he came on. He's a really really chill a good dude, dude and a great yeah. artist, man. Like he's got all some right. really cool stuff out there. And, uh, Does he have a website or an Instagram where you can follow him and stuff? Is it just get, Attack Peter? I think it's Attack Peter. Yeah. All right. If I'm gonna commission right. something from this guy because that's incredible art. That's for Mr. Sure. Bean. Absolutely, <clears throat> Mr. Bean with Cowan's franchise. Absolutely. <laughs> That is a staple. How dare you shake your yes. head at a comedy legend, sir? Don't you talk to me about Rowan Atkinson. You started Blackadder first. <laughs> then you get to that bean crap. Have you watched his stand-up? Oh, yeah, his stand-ups are incredible. Oh, Rowan his stand-up is so good. Yeah. My question, yeah. I'm sorry, my question is, do we count Rat Race in that in that Mr. Bean uh, trilogy? <laughs> it's like a kind of like a spinoff, you know, type, you know? It's, it's, like, counting, uh, it's like counting X-Men Origins in, uh, in the Deadpool <clears throat> franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I do want to know, like, how do you guys? The first, the first not, Jurassic Park so movie is obviously this. like above and beyond. But how do you guys rank the rest of the Jurassic Park movies? Um, haven't seen them. That's how I rank. Um, and first and the one qu- saw, did see any of the other ones. Didn't know they had other ones up until uh, they came up with the new ones. Um, Here's what I say: one, <laughs> absolutely. Two, there are some good stuff. Three, I can defend. Everything else after that, up complete and utter garbage. Complete and utter garbage. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Jurassic World guy. Never will be. Uh, I'm yeah. not excited about this last one. Like that little short that came out on YouTube. And yeah, let's address that yeah. short that came out on YouTube. <laughs> Easy now. That's my friend. Out of context Easy. clip that Sabrina Fox News over here. Oh. The no. question was: Would you rather face a T Rex? Or a mountain lion, and I said I can survive a mountain lion. That you cannot survive you, a T Rex. You started this conversation because mm. you were like, "Oh, why are people going on picnics when there's yes. dinosaurs around?" That's what you started the conversation on, and then we got to that point, and you said that like, and then Roka brought up the idea like, "Why do people go on hikes with mountain lions?" And yeah. then you said, you can "Fight a mountain lion." So that's how we got to that point. Don't try can to a mountain lion pick up a truck that it does like in this little short? Can it pick up a truck and throw it? Can it completely demolish a camper? No, it can't. So well, I can at least escape a mountain lion by just going indoors. That's not what that you doesn't said. You work said you with a T Rex. You said you'd yeah. fight the mountain lion off. Yeah. That's what you said. I, so you could survive a mountain lion attack. <clears throat> Let's go. Put him up. 
He's going. He's going full Leo and um in the Reverend. Yeah. But um, I I, I probably got the hottest take here. Oh. I probably rank oh. uh Jurassic Park the original number one. Then I put uh Fallen Kingdom as my second favorite. That movie's excellent. Um, then uh, after that, Jurassic Park two, three, and four in that order. You're killing. You're killing Roca. <laughs> you really are, man. I love you though, <laughs> but you're killing. Mine, mine's only the first one, and then after that, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. They're all. They're all bunched up. Yeah, I, I'm no joke. My, uh, I, I, I knew about the first one, and this was not just recently. I mean, this was before the newer ones came out. Mm-hmm. And my son uh, got a DVD from somebody that had the first three. I'm like, they made three. I honestly honestly thought they just made the one. I don't know where I missed all that, but um, I felt pretty more stupid than I usually do at that. Do we have a lot of streamlabs, man? Uh, We got a few left. Let's get into them. Home uh, commentating nerd, uh, Homeward Bound, Incredible Jury, and Lost in San Francisco, The Brave Little Toaster, Original, and Ghost to Mars. I've never seen Ghost to Mars. Uh, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, and Two, uh, The Magical Rescue, Mighty Ducks, Sands Three. Nice. Ooh, okay. Mm. Uh, Hugh Janus, Brett, your favorite. Uh, uh, how about the MonsterVerse? Tom Cruise and the Mummy, best performance of his career. Where's the Oscars? Where's the sequels? Wow. <laughs> Taking shots of Tom Cruise. Uh, Garth I, Harkness. I heard more of the cartels. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't don't come for Scientology. Yeah, uh, please. I'm not even saying the word. Go ahead. <laughs> Some of my favorite franchises are James Bond, MCU, X-Men, Sergio's Leone, Dollars Trilogy, Clint Eastwood as the man with no name, Back to the Future, Star Wars, Star Trek, Dark Knight, Indiana Jones, Aliens, and Terminators. Mm. Mm. Terminator, yeah. That's a franchise, certainly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Terminator, outside of those first two, there, there's not much there, though. There, I like the last one. I know some people bashing it. I like the last I one. I loved Mackenzie Davis in it. I just yeah. wish she was in a better movie. She was in a good movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, how hasn't anybody brought up Night at the Museum franchise? <laughs> underrated. 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 Educational and entertaining. Yes. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. So mm-hmm. Of, of course mm-hmm. the dad. Of course the dad would bring up the Night at the Museum franchises. <laughs> <laughs> Educational and yes. uh Suge Knight three two three. People can uh, people can hate. I actually love Twilight, so Sabrina, I see you. Also, Bandit Brigade is family, but having Roka trying to tell you how to ask a girl out for the first time is hilarious. RB3, how dare oh, yeah. you talk about uh, Rocky Four like that? Disrespectful. Mm. <laughs> can't, can't help it. Can't help it. Just can't help it. So much to uh, Fifty Shades the Geek, I'm above the law, Brett. I can have as many favorites as I want. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasn't. I was sorry. I, was, I wasn't trying to be mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Andrew G, Tron Uprising is fucking amazing. The style of animation is insane. The music was awesome. I love that series. I hated that it was canceled. X-Men deserves more respect, good and bad. We yeah. wouldn't have what we do now without the, that 20-year series. Mm-hmm. You can make a great case for that because 2000 is X-Men, and we hadn't had much uh, other than Blade or Crow or the Crow in the 90s in terms of Spawn was terrible in the 90s superhero stuff. So X-Men was yeah, the first Batman one. Batman was bad. Yeah, yeah. So X-Men was the first one that people were like, oh, this could be possible. And then X2 was even better. I think X2 that's the even more, most important thing was that X2 was even better than the first one. That really let people know that there could be money here and studios could bring great creators in to do these kinds of movies. So, yeah, absolutely. It's a great yeah. point. And Ke- yeah. Kevin, Feige, Kevin Feige himself has credited the X-Men franchise for starting the superhero, yeah. superhero revolution. So, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Andrew G. Oh, that we just read that one. Andrew G. with another one. I think Transformers need some love. Toys on toys on toys on toys. 80s cartoons, comics, 
Beast Wars, I grew up on that shit. Ma uh, many more animated series through the 2000s. And Bayformers, billions, of course. Billions! 4.4.5 billion. Can't touch it. <laughs> Transformers, more than meets the eye. Yes. I got those sheets. I, I <laughs> Today! <laughs> Rogan turns over the camera. <laughs> Here's my marital bed. Optimus Prime. He's got a bumblebee bed frame. <laughs> That's what's underneath this is a Transformers. That was just covered up with this one. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I, I, I love I'm, I'm about to watch the first one again when we're done here today. I I'm just really, in the mood. I'm first with one's the, great though. First one's great. First yeah, one, a lot I of people hated on and it. Bumblebee. I, I haven't seen Bumblebee. I gotta see that. Yeah, you gotta see that, Brett. It's good. I think it's on Hulu right now, Brett. Movie lists. Mm. I think Bumblebee's on Hulu right now. If you want to watch it, oh, uh, Tedesco Productions. Mr. Bean counts, but Godfather doesn't. Godfather <laughs> at least had a video game. <laughs> Hashtag disrespectful. Hashtag fuck your pillows, Roka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, PLD, uh, Goddard channeling Hopkins in the edge. What can one man do? Another <laughs> man can do. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's no perfect, Hopkins. Paul. Thank you so much. <laughs> what about the Star Wars born franchise? There's Woo! enough remakes oh. where there can be a franchise. That's true. Was there four now? Four. There's been four. Technically... There's an argument for five, but yeah, uh, uh, four, four, four official remakes. What's the fifth one? Uh, some old silent movie that came out in like oh, 1927 or old like silent that. movie. Oh, yeah, so then we yeah, can yeah. throw in uh, the King Kong franchise as well because that's yeah, yeah, percent, yeah. yeah. That's done yeah. a few of those. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, let, uh, do you, let's talk about that though. The monster franchise with uh, Skull Island, Godzilla, yeah. King of Monsters, and then you know Godzilla vs Kong is coming out. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I mean, are you guys excited about that at all? Like, did you like any of the previous uh, iterations? Um, I, I like, like the Jackson. Jackson. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you said you go first. You're oh, no, I was, I was just going to say, I, no, stop. Brad, stop. <laughs> I, I literally was just going to say that I loved um, I loved the original. Uh, I love the original one, of course, the 1931. And I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, the, the Peter Jackson three-hour movie, uh, too. Um, and and Costco Island is good, too. Okay. I, I really like Kong Skull Island. I think it's interesting. I think the visuals are stunning. I can, you can almost like see where there's like studio interference where they're kind of like trying to, I feel like that's one of the, one of the downfalls of that movie. Cause like Jordan Boat Roberts is a really great filmmaker. So um, I think his original vision is still in there and it, and it shines for me. I really like it. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm a big defender of the Peter Jackson one. Cause I think like when you can, you can say like, before they get to the island and after ain't great. Uh, but that island stuff is some of the best giant monster stuff we've ever gotten. Like when they fall into that pit with all those bugs, that thing is that place is so awful and creepy. It's such a nightmare place, Skull Island. So I really feel like that that was the one movie that captured how terrifying Skull Island could be. Like when uh, Naomi Watts is running from the like the little T-Rex and then she goes in the log and like a giant centipede like gets on her face. And then like there's the bigger T-Rex. It's like it just doesn't end. Like it's yeah. just everything is out to get you on this island. So I, I really like that one a lot. Okay. Yeah. And if then, you guys want to break, if you guys want to break down to the Stars Born franchise too, by the way, look it up on the Mania podcast. We did a whole episode. Oh, you did Stars one. Did one of uh, take a cool. shot, everybody. <laughs> I know. There's been a lack of meaning of jokes this yeah, entire show. I'm kind of sad Ooh. about it. Ooh, I'm yeah. gonna say that my favorite King Kong was the '76 one. I, I saw it and I cried. I was a I was a young lad and uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean Jeff Bridges. Uh, yep, Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah, it was. It's that was that one hit me hard. It was yeah. that that one was. I think 
yeah, broke my heart. <laughs> Power Rangers has been going for 25 plus years. Yes. Oh, look at that. Back to back Power Rangers. Ooh. So yeah. now did now Sabrina, like, I feel like I might be the only one that grew up with Power Rangers. Sabrina, Robert, did you guys watch Power Rangers growing up? Yeah, I was obsessed with it when I was really, really little. And then, okay. um, yeah, kind of yeah, kind of strayed away from it a little bit. Um, but that last movie that just came out, I did not like it at all. Like, no. I did not enjoy it. I feel like so if the future everyone... of Power Rangers, I'm kind of, like, skeptical about. Like, I don't know yeah. where to go from here after that film. You know? What yeah, did they I... do wrong? Because, I mean, with Power Rangers, it, it was campy. And it, 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 I mean, it wasn't That's a what... great thing. Did they try to make it too? Yeah. Like Elizabeth yeah. Banks was in the right movie. Elizabeth, what Elizabeth Banks was doing as Rita, where she was like over the top and being like this wicked witch of the West, basically like that's the movie. But then the rest of the movie was like this kind of like a little bit darker, trying to go breakfast clubbish, like really. And it just, it felt like two clashing movies. And then Krispy Kreme must've paid for the entire film. Cause I've never like Michael Bay <laughs> blushed at the, at the sponsors Thank in you. this film. Like Michael Bay was like, guys, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Like even with Marky Mark cracking open a Bud Light and drinking it, like while he's looking at the camera, oh. like that Krispy Kreme ad placement was <laughs> insane in that movie. They must have footed all 150 million for that film. Wow. Are they, uh, are they open right now during the COVID? Stuff? They are. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dorian, Dorian actually got yeah. some donuts for Sabrina. Yeah, nice. Dorian dropped off a donut at my house at 2 a.m. So Dorian will forever Ooh. have my heart. Ooh. Dorian? Oh, I never heard of him. I never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't reach out to me anymore, so I don't know who that is. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Ro Roka, you, if you're going to go Krispy Kreme, make sure you go early in the morning because I'm telling you, the line is always around the block. I really? Live, I live close to Krispy Kreme. The and Burbank it's always one? The, same. the Burbank, no, no. Burbank one is bad. The Empire okay. Center is always packed, too. I know I know which yeah. one you're talking about, Roka. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is there is there another one down near Hollywood? Because then maybe I'll find that one. Go to that one. I'm kind of in the mood for a donut. Yeah. I'll put I on weight, but I don't care. I want a donut. Uh, anyway, a donut. all right. What about donut? With another one? Uh, part two, donut. Alien Police Academy. Police Academy is good. Uh, View is Few Universe, Academy. Flash Gordon, and though not movies yet, Battlestar Galactica and V. Uh, <laughs> 80s miniseries, comics, novels, games, 20, uh, 2009 remake, and potentially a new movie coming from original creator Kenneth Johns, uh, Johnson. Let's get something straight. You can't come at me with age jokes if you're referencing '80s TV series. And you can kiss my ass. That is old stuff, son. That is old stuff. I do uh, love that 2009 Battlestar Galactica series, or maybe that's uh, it might be earlier, but I love that that new Battlestar Galactica series. Hey, maybe, maybe Police Academy. You got what you wanted. They were all just. It was just. It was fun. I loved yeah. every single one of them. Those were great. Naked Gun and, is up for two. I think uh, someone yeah, uh, just yeah, watched Naked, Naked Gun. Is great. Yeah, Naked Gun. Also, yeah, Police shot. Academy movies. Hot Shots wanted you to hold dirty. up? What? Which what one? were you saying, Roka? Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I was just saying Police Academy, those movies, deceptively dirty. Deceptively oh, dirty. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, favorite franchises are Monty Python and Cheech and Chong. I also Cheech enjoy the White Castle movies. Ah. White Castle, underrated trilogy. Yeah, I agree. All three of those movies are pretty damn funny. And sweet. I mean, that speech he gives her at the wedding in the third one, The Power of Three, that is a damn good speech that he gives her in that movie. And you're like, whoa, out of nowhere, these stoners, this dude yeah. has like this really incredible moment Cal Penn does. So, yeah. But is Monty Python a franchise? Because 
none of those movies are connected. Is it just because it's the same people? Yeah, I think it? it's like it's like you know, Broken Lizard would be like this in the same oh, vein, okay. of like yeah. franchise ish. All right. So right. you know, um, speak, you know, we talked about Night at the Museum before, and we didn't mention another Ben Stiller franchise, which I've always personally loved, is the Flockers. Yeah, uh, oh, franchise. Yeah. Um, that's always been one that I remember as a kid, like yeah. loving Meet the Parents. Loving um, Meet the Flockers and even Little Flockers, I went to see in theaters, and I, you know, and I, it's not the greatest, but it's still fun. It's good yeah, stuff yeah. for the family. Is that the fourth one, Little Flockers? Um, right, I believe. So. I think it's the third. Third, yeah, third, third or fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Meet the Parents, Meet the Flockers, and the Little Flockers. Okay, yeah. all right. So I haven't seen Little Flockers. I saw the first two, which I really liked. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Geek. Pokemon has like twenty-two movies, oh, and at least yeah. half of them are True. more than awesome. Just saying. True. Wow. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Alrighty, guys, uh, that is it. I'll refresh oh. the Streamlabs real hmm. quick. All right, uh, that's wrap one. it up. So, can I bring so, uh, up one that we missed? Yeah, sure. didn't really talk about. I don't know if you guys enjoy it, but American Pie. Oh. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, good one. that's good. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. I, I really, Pie? I didn't, I didn't like the third one, but I really did like American Wedding when they all came back yeah. together. Yes. Like I, I thought that was a, a really good later sequel that that could have been bad, but they, I feel like they nailed that one for sure. It's very sweet. I already, I yeah. already told uh, Lindley that when we get married, that song that they play for their wedding song, the Into the Mystic song from Van Morrison, that's going to be our wedding song because that scene is so very sweet and beautiful uh, that it influenced me in that way. So yeah, it's a, it's a good movie because third one is terrible, but fourth one's a great way to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, RB three, yeah. plug what you got, bud. What you been up to? Uh, yeah, I've been you know obviously first cut, first cut gang, media podcast. We've been doing a lot of great stuff. Um, this week we have Paulo Yama coming on to talk about um, Luca and, you know, Sabrina might have to help me with the last name here. Uh, but the director of Call Me By Your Name and all that. Um, Guadagnini, yeah. Yeah, Luca Guadagnini. And then next week after that, we have Danny Fernandez coming on. But more importantly, today, as you see, first, where is it? First Cut Live. We have our mm-hmm. First Cut live stream. Uh, Sabrina is going to be there too, obviously. Um, and right. we're going to be live streaming oh. from five um, to however long it goes. And we need, and you know, we want as much support as possible. So Streamlabs, we, we're starting up our Streamlabs program for the first time. So we got Streamlabs, Super Chats. We're gonna go have graphics, videos. We might maybe we're gonna be talking about movie studios versus the theaters. We might even call a couple people. We're not sure yet. It's gonna be a whole <laughs> lot of fun. So, Sabrina, <laughs> yeah. uh, you just uh, same, uh, just saying ditto to all that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So again, first cut. Uh, the live is tonight. Uh, check out like my stuff on Geeks of Color, RB3 stuff on Geeks of Color, and Andres is too. So yeah, ditto. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, Twitch.tv slash the Ben Goddard. Uh, I've been doing a uh, Sunday coffee uh, with uh, guests all the time. We're going to have Brett on next Sunday. We've got video drew on this uh, this Sunday. Uh, cocktails and casting with me and Sabrina. Uh, we're recasting Pulp Fiction uh, this Monday, so make sure you guys check that out. We just recasted The Phantom Menace. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we've been drinking a little too much, but it's been that <laughs> yep. makes it even yep. better. Uh, Roka, what about you, brother? Yeah, you can always find me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. Of course, the Outlaw Nation channel. That's youtube.com slash John Roka says. I just dropped my deep cut interview with director Isa Lopez, who did Tigers Are Not Afraid. We talked about an hour about her career, about her life. So that is up there now on the Outlaw Nation channel. The Geek Buddies uh, just dropped as well on there. Uh, and then coming up, I think coming up soon, I've got a Greg Nicotero interview that's coming up there as well. So a lot happening. And of course, follow me on Twitch, the Outlaw Nation, all one Ooh. word, lowercase. Finally d- jumping into the Twitch pool. Going to be doing some DJing. Going to be doing some playing games. And I've got a new show coming out 
called Roca Unfiltered. You think you've seen me before. You haven't yet. So that'll oh, be wow. something coming soon as well. And maybe Sabrina will stop by. I have. Uh, oh. I might be asking Sabrina to be a guest on that soon because uh, uh, ben, ben won't ask me to be on morning, so I'll ask you to come on my show. Uh, <laughs> I, I asked Ben to be on, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> Sorry, not all of us have a full-time everyday gig like you do, Brett. You know, we all used to be on the show a lot. Now you're that's, the only one. Sorry, can I say one last thing? And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, Brett. One last thing. I just did the Outlaw Nation show with Danny Fernandez. She was on on Tuesday night. Fantastic interview. If you're a writer or director or a person who wants to get into this business, Danny has so much to say about her journey through the business and how she got to do her show that she's doing now, writing, co-show running, and acting in 1% Happy for HBO Max. So definitely awesome. watch that on on the Outlaw Nation channel. Sorry, sorry uh, Brett. Sorry. Oh, no. I just had one more other thing to plug. It's the... Uh, um, uh, tomorrow that would be Friday's tomorrow. You guys just yes. want to let everybody know that's it. No, um, myself and Kate, ten dollar Patreon, uh, SEN Patreon. That is, um, you get to see us uh, develop the show that we're going to be do later. And tomorrow we're going to have Mark Ellis on, um, Ooh. and he will be do leading us through a twenty minute uh, workout, <laughs> and you can join us on the workout. We're going to start the show with that, and then through uh, <laughs> like this, we will then enter. <laughs> Interview Mark uh, while he uh, does something. I, don't, I, I won't give away what he's going to do, but he's going to be do, playing a, a video game while we're interviewing, and we are sweating. <laughs> I think producing. we all know now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, make sure you guys please hit that like button. It helps so much with the the YouTube please. algorithm, and you, the YouTube algorithm is already rough as it is. So every like really means the world. Roka, take us out, brother. Yeah, thank you all so much for watching us live here, the Monday crew with new addition Sabrina Ramirez aboard. This week it was good on Thursday morning. Thank you so much. Hopefully we picked your spirits up. You know, some people forget Thursday's a day before Friday. Hope we picked your spirits up so it feels like a Friday for you today. Thanks to Ben Goddard. Thanks to Brett Sheridan. Thanks to my man RB3. And definitely thanks, Sabrina, for coming on to help us all. Thank you all for watching and listening and for sending in your Super Chats and your Streamlabs. Don't forget that Attack Peter stuff is there. It's running out. Go get those shirts and uh, get involved with everything going on with the Schmodown and everything like that. And yes, give us a like and share this thing more than anything else. And hey, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the Schmodown Entertainment Network and get involved with the Patreon as well. All right, that's it. Love to all of you. Have a great rest of your Thursday. And of course, the crew will be back tomorrow. Christian and Brett doing their thing. And we'll talk to you next time on another episode of SEN Live. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.